and welcome to the second episode of the fucking fantasy basketball pod. That's hosted that's by not Ollie El Gore. Yeah, it's that's not what it's called. The fucking fantasy basketball pod. That's the fucking fucking fantasy basketball pod. It's not Ollie, basketball. Take that jersey off. It's Ollie, basketball. Ollie, Ollie, listen, I said take that jersey off. I'm not taking off my J.R. Smith jersey. <laughs> he got a ring last night. He's got the pipe. Maybe I should stop the accent now. But uh, my no, accents no, no. are J.R. Smith is fine. It's it's a Knicks jersey. That's the that's the gay part. Take it off, mate. Okay, I will remove it in honor of Norman Powell shooting 12% on the season so far. <laughs> yeah, my, so my accents are so horrific that I'd never even try them. So I'm not going to join along in the accents ever. But the fact that Norman Powell is shooting worse than Kelly Oubre is unbelievable to me. That says a that's lot. That's insane. I don't know how that's possible. Can we possible. rename the podcast the Norman Powell Memorial Podcast? Is <laughs> <laughs> it dropping? No, I haven't dropped him yet, but I am very, very close. It's funny how uh, you were pretty high on him, and it's like two games in. Fuck, he sucks, Nick. Let's drop his ass. <laughs> you got this. Is the thing, and I wanted to talk about this later, but we're on the subject, so we'll get into it now. You've got to be ruthless about cutting people with these first few games. You think so? You right? No, because they're good waiver players. That's go. True. Like, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's like last true. year, like Devontae Graham market- last year, for yeah. Example. That's I cool. got Marcus Morris after one game last year, and he was probably the eighth or ninth best player on my team the whole season. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. The the best waiver wire darlings are going to be there in the first one two weeks by people overreacting to big games and then it being legit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, uh, so can um, I get into the itinerary for today? Uh, before you do, before you do, I was literally like preparing a bottle of milk like twenty two seconds ago. So okay. I was like, whew, okay, it's getting, okay, no, before you do, let me do this. Let me do this real quick. You guys will enjoy this. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. I like, I that, like that a lot. I like that a lot. A if, lot. If, if it's 8 a brewski on the fucking fantasy basketball pod, it's not a pod. Oh, it's 8 a.m. for me. Don't tell me to go get a brewski. Oh, oh, I don't. Okay. Can we just it's like cut the recording p.m. until you stop? Like, what's <laughs> okay, going I'll on? I'll go. Okay. Oh, oh. my. Oh. Rasmus, you, you'll that's a tiny brew. You need a tall boy. Well, it's all I had. What's the itinerary? Okay. The itinerary for today, uh, the general theme of it is week one early reactions, knee-jerk reactions, and some predictions. So I'll mm-hmm. run through the specifics really quickly. So okay. first we'll talk about each of our week one early thoughts and reactions. Then we'll go into five bold predictions for the yes. season. Yes. That's going to be really fun. And then a little bit of uh, more basketball talk rather than fantasy talk with NBA finals predictions, MVP predictions, most improved player, rookie of the year, and six men of the year predictions. This is going to be so much fun. Oh, I have good stuff. I got good stuff here. Yeah. And then we got two last two more things. Then I want to talk about the rookie contract extensions that were given out uh, and what our takes on those are. And then finally, filthy ones. Yeah. And then finally, the NBA hill you're willing to die on, which I learned the other week means the one thing, prediction, whatever you want to call it, you will stand behind until your death, that you'll take to your grave, and that most others would probably disagree with. And I, I feel good about mine. Yeah. Let's get it, baby. So that's the itinerary. Yes. First, some early thoughts to the season. Can I share my early thoughts first? Mm-hmm. Of course you can. You smug bastard. 
<laughs> my real life NBA team, the Brooklyn Nets, and my fantasy team are the two best teams in each of their respective <laughs> leagues. That's my early take. You guys can handle the rest of it. I mean, so far. You guys can handle the rest of it. Yeah, like, it. okay, the Nets have – they're off to the best start in, like, NBA history, which, like, the first team – no, no, hold on, hold on. The, the, the last team to win the first two games by at least 20 points was Lakers, like, 12 years ago. But they haven't won by 20 points. They've won by 25 and 28. Yeah, yeah. And uh, your team, I'll be honest, is going off. So yeah, my team's absolutely going so far, off. So it's I'll, true. I'll share after the players on my team because I don't think I shared it in the first episode. Although most of our listeners of this podcast are league members, so they know, but that's okay. Um, Nets have to be the favorites to come out of the Eastern Conference. They look fucking ridiculous. Kyrie yeah. Irving and Kevin Durant on the court at the same time. It's unstoppable. They don't even have to play 30 minutes a game because they're blowing teams out so much. Yes, I know. Okay, let's give the caveat. Everything we're going to talk about today is kind of should be taken with a grain of salt because it's only two games. Others might disagree. I think that this, like the players we're going to talk about, like Norman Powell, Kelly Oubre, and those players, I think two games means absolutely nothing. You could literally take those two games and put them in the middle of a random season and no one would even think about it. I think what matters more is how many minutes players are playing. So rotation. I think, stuff. yes, I but think like for, shots not going in for good players. That doesn't, that turn, they could turn around today. Yeah. yeah that, that's fine. But I will say this for, but bad let's still players, overreact. for, for players that are overperforming. I actually think that it's not something to ignore because oh. this isn't like baseball where someone can go three for four or two home runs on opening day and they're, they're a scrub. But like a scrub is not going to put up 25 points and 10 assists. I, I agree with uh, players playing well. We should take that legit. And so I think with you, like Donovan Mitchell shooting 26%, we shouldn't look yeah, too much better. So what I've ascertained from this conversation is that Terry Rozier is going to be an all-star. Um, okay, okay, okay. The, 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 the difference is if they go like 10 for 12 on threes, that doesn't count. Yeah, then you're okay. automatically disqualified. Like if they just happen to shoot 80%, I just that just happened. So if it's Terry count. Rogier, it doesn't count. And also, yeah. I, I have to give a big shout out to myself for having Rogier on the bench for that yeah. game. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. I, just to give you, just to make you feel a little bit better oh about it, God. it wouldn't have made a difference. You still would have lost eight one. <laughs> I know, I still would have been destroyed. Don't get me wrong, but so it's always so good to feel bad about yourself. And oh, yeah. I always do that. Yeah, I got. Yeah, I got to say the Nets. My goodness, they look good. Yeah. Oh. And like, and the thing is, they were playing the Celtics. This isn't like some bum team like the Warriors. They exactly. were playing the Celtics, yeah. and it was a good, it was a good game for for three quarters, but. Mm-hmm. You know, towards the end of the third, they just pulled away and no one could stop Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, here's what I think makes the Nets different than all other NBA teams. Uh, yes, Katie and Kevin Durant are, you could argue LeBron and Anthony Davis are a better duo, but I'm going to uh, say Katie and Kyrie are, are better. And I don't care if I have to explain myself. I'm just yeah. a Nets fan. So that's just the way that I'm going to say they're second to LeBron and Anthony Davis. That's just kind of and, rude. And I that's think. fair. And that's fair. Two games. But as the Anthony Davis owner, I would disagree with you. KD and Curry are way better. I yeah. will say the, the, the chemistry together looks it looks yeah, just amazing. Chem- yeah. So uh, what makes the Nets different is having a borderline potential all-star player 
coming off the bench and playing 30 minutes a game without sharing the ball with too many other players. So mm-hmm. when Katie and Kyrie aren't playing, that's when Karis LeVert is playing. And uh, he is used to being a starter. He took the Nets into the playoffs last year, played insanely well. And now he gets to lead the second unit. I mean, that. I think the second unit is a uh, is a 42, four, no, sorry, 41-41 win team mm-hmm. in the NBA. The second unit. Yes. So I don't like how Spencer Dinwiddie is starting. I want him to play. Like I, I whenever, agree. whenever Kevin Durant, Kyrie River are not playing, Kevin and Spencer Dinwiddie have to be playing. And then I in agree. those minutes, they could be scoring like each over twenty points per thirty-six. You know, I agree. See, I don't love Dinwiddie that. Should come off the bench. Why is that? I don't love the idea of Dinwiddie and Levert playing in You're the right. second. They're both they're trying both... to get their shots up at the same time. But they're both like. Spencer Dinwiddie is a like I've been watching him for a long time. He's a legit, really good offensive player. I know he doesn't he, shoot the highest percentage. Yeah, it, but yes, Spencer Dinwiddie is a really, really damn good player. Mm-hmm. And I say that from watching all his games for the last three years. But he can pass too. He has seven assists. But sometimes he he chucks the ball a bit, and it can get frustrating. Uh, but he, that doesn't take away from the player he is. Yeah, if if he's been in for ten minutes and he hasn't gotten a shot yet, he will get his shot <laughs> some way. Yeah, yes, he <laughs> will. Usually not a good. Doesn't matter okay. if it's a twenty-eight foot fadeaway three. Yeah, you gotta get, the best kind of threes. Yeah. Speaking of twenty-eight foot fadeaway threes, Jason I have I have an overreaction. Okay, mm-hmm. let's hear it. My goodness, the Warriors are bad. Oh, mm-hmm. they. Uh, I have it in my notes here that oh, Warriors they played the Nets. They played the Nets. Go easy, I know. That's true. yeah, but they they don't. Re- okay, okay. Let me let me read out. Because I was talking to Christian about this the other day. He was like, the Warriors, you know, they 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 had some decent depth before. And I was like, okay, but this is their depth now. Here's who came off the bench for them the other day. I'm going to read them all out. Yeah. Ron Looney, Marquise Chris. Underrated. Toscano Anderson. I don't know who that is. Brad Wanamaker. I don't know who that is either. Kent Bazemore, who is still in the league, apparently. He had a good year. Damian Lee. Michael okay. Mulder. This is a G League team. This is a Jordan legit G League bench. This was their entire bench. Wow. Jordan Poole. Didn't he like, wasn't he the director of like that movie? Oh, that's Jordan Peele. Never Jordan mind, Peele. That's Jordan I think Peele. Jordan Peele would <laughs> be better. <laughs> like, Jordan Peele would be better. Like, but this is the thing, right? The Warriors' second option is Kelly Oubre. Yeah. You see, what I've realized is that he's, he's an off the ball scorer, which is why it's not working. He's not the guy that creates his own shot. Yeah. No, I, I felt bad for... And cuts and gets fast break points. I felt bad for Steph. Wiseman looked good. Wiseman looks looks like a good player. But yeah, I like him. Like they're trying to run the offense they were running with, you know, the Draymond Greens, the Clay Thompsons, the Sean Livingstons of the world through Andrew Wiggins. It's a tough ask. I have, well, Andrew Wiggins is one of my bold predictions. I'm excited to share it. I have negative basketball like you. <laughs> I'm I'm honestly shocked how bad the Warriors look. I'm mm-hmm. shocked. So what do yeah. we think their end of season record will be? What is it, 71, 72 games? I think they're going to miss the play-in. Even I, the play-in? I genuinely think they're going to be the second or worst third second or third worst team in the West. Okay, well, okay. Games. Then let me ask, what happens to Steph Curry after this year? What's their future? They have no future. Clay Thompson 
you can't bank anything on him. Wait a second. We just talked about Durant for 10 minutes. And now, you, you know, you're saying, oh, you can't, you can't have anything with Clay Thompson. Yeah, but he had two. He had two really bad injuries back to back. And he's no Kevin Durant. What I'm saying is he's not going to make the difference. He's gonna, no. not going to turn them into like a... No, they look so bad, he can't possibly make the difference. No, no, but he is infinitely better in that system than yeah. everyone on that team right now. But, but right. still, the depth is... Uh, the, the, the shitty the depth or is lack terrible. of depth is still, <laughs> is still an issue. So what do... Uh, like, this is honestly the first time I'm thinking about it, about Stephen Curry's future. Like, if they're horrible this year... And they don't add any new players next year because I'm pretty sure they're mostly maxed out cap space wise. And I don't know if they can make many moves. What does Stephen, what would Stephen Curry do? Is he going to go to another team? Imagine Steph on another team. That's exciting. I mean, two years ago, I would have said you're insane, but based on what's happened the last couple of years, nothing, I, I, I wouldn't count anything out, but you know, he's a Warriors lifer. I don't think their future is that bad. I think they have Minnesota's pick this year, even though it's like top three protected. Mm. Yeah. Wiseman looks good. So, you know, if he keeps oh, yeah, developing. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Okay, I'll, I'll say this real quick. If I had, if I was the Timberwolves and I had the number one pick, even with Carl Anthony Towns, I would have taken James Wiseman. And I'm no professional NBA scout, but mm. he's a big, long, tall, athletic guy who can shoot and block a ton of shots. Like I could see so you, him you, becoming uh, definitely an easy all-star, perennial you, all-star. You may not be an NBA GM, but you have had the privilege privilege of watching two NBA games first before making the decision that you would have taken a first overall. <laughs> That's the difference. I, I felt that way before watching it. It was NBA. Sure. I. He, I, he played like three college games to go off of. So that's the yeah. t- tape I've looked at. So he's played five games since high school. Correct. <laughs> yeah, but those five games. They've been nice. If you only play five games, it's kind of hard to have a bad one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> who needs yeah. a sample size? Uh, what else yeah. What else have we got? You know who I like? You know, you know yeah. who, I th- who I think's had a nice start? Mm-hmm. Oh, Cleveland's backcourt. That's mm, quite nice. Darius Garland has been insanely impressive. So he he's one of the guys that I was thinking of when I said let's not we we can't um, we can't take it with a grain of salt when you have uh, you know a guy who's overperforming. Mm-hmm. What did Darius Garland do? He did twenty two six and six in the first game, and then twenty two and twelve in the second game. Like a scrum ain't gonna get twelve assists so out of nowhere. I, I think the the main backcourt player all he was talking about was Sex God Colin mm-hmm. Sex Man of the Year. Because he was the he was literally the number one guy. It seemed like you wanted in in the draft for some reason. No, yeah, I he, I don't he, he like Colin Sexton. He's awful. Patrick, please trade him to me. Um, <laughs> I I mean, the second half of last season, he was really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. twenty five points per game, I think, over the last like twelve games. Yeah, can he do that and, this year over a full season? That's... Well, he's the first option, and he now he's actually allowed to play a shooting guard, which he is. He's not a point guard. Yo, good... I didn't realize his first. I didn't realize his first two games. He's averaging thirty points per game. Dude. Yeah, he's awful. Patrick, please trade him to me. Um, <laughs> this is the thing. He's a good player. He's he's not a very good defender, but like he's a good offensive player, and he's got a lot of potential in this league. I don't think he's going to so, be an all star this year, but he's a really good player. Is, is he thinking... one of your bold predictions for the next segment? I think I used up all my bold Sexton predictions last time. But he's a he's a really good player, and I've been I haven't really been surprised, but I've been surprised by how good Garland's been. Mm-hmm. How so many? I, points? Okay, you I go. was trying to think of a player comp to a Colin Sexton, like a guy who just 
legitimately, he's actually really good at scoring, but he can't really do anything else. Weirdly, the, the first player cop I thought of was Corey Maggette. I was trying to think back. Like, no, 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 that, that's, that's, that's really totally not. I just, now I just wanted to bring him up. <laughs> Super random. <laughs> well, look, so last time we had Devin Harris, this time if, we have Corey Maggette. If Corey Maggette in his prime played on the Warriors again right now, would that make a difference? Could they make the play in? It'd be better yes. than Kelly Oubre. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right, I have one more week one early reaction. I have, I have a few. So I, you go first. Well, uh, uh, this is a big one. It's kind of a negative one, unfortunately. But it's the fact that COVID is going to be a fucking bitch this year. The yeah. first one of the first games of the year on day two, the Rockets game got canceled. That's when I knew instantly that uh, my worst fears for what this season is going to be like are going to happen. But it's only one game that's been affected so far. Yeah, we're a few days into the season. It's, I, I have – so, you know what? Let me just share what my first bold prediction, which is related to this. Don't and that move, is that, We're not ready to move on to bold predictions yet. Yeah, but it just fits into this so well. So then I'll only right, share four. It. And that is that most teams, so 16 teams or more, will have at least one game postponed and not rescheduled all year. I think most that teams is, will yeah. not be playing a full 72-game schedule. Mm. You know, shit. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, uh, you know, but it is what it is. You know, it, it, it's, it doesn't change anything other than it's kind of a bitch. Oh, here, here's something thing. we learned. Here's something we learned. And this is complete. <laughs> I know exactly is, what uh, I was going to say. <laughs> this is complete bullshit. Okay. And that is that um, my COVID player, Demarcus Cousins, can't go on my IR. So I can't pick up anyone in his place. So it's just really? a dead spot. Really? And yeah, so I'm ESPN getting and fucked in the a noose so... because of this. You've, Yo, got, you've got to do this for us, bullshit. ESPN. That's the good bullshit, news is, man. guys, good news is found out 30 minutes before the call because I'm a journalist. I do my, do my homework. Our friend Josh Lloyd from Locked On Fantasy Basketball has been <laughs> tweeting Yahoo. Yahoo. <laughs> How do you say Yahoo? Yahoo. Yahoo. <laughs> He's been tweeting Yahoo trying to get us the IR spots. That's for the COVID tracing? For, doing that. For, for the COVID. Yeah. And yeah. ESPN definitely won't do it because they're useless. Can we please use Yahoo next year? Um, okay. we can consider it, but like, it is you're right, it's a travesty. That's yeah. that's I didn't realize that. And like, this first week is shortened to what five games, so like, every yeah. missed game you have is a huge disadvantage of uh, someone else. Yeah, see, th- this first week being five days is uh, make can make it kind of fluky, except for yeah. my team, of course. There's nothing fluky about what my team's done. No, you, I'm you happy to just talk yourself games. into that one. You, your team's a fluke. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just get it over with to be honest if I, if I could forfeit tonight's games i probably would yeah, yeah. um fuck. Like more... the, oh sorry i was just say the one thing for me that's that's worrying is it's not just players getting covid means they're out it's anyone who's come into contact with them right yeah, so that's basically an entire team every time yeah mm-hmm. yeah so the game got postponed because the rockets couldn't suit up eight players mm-hmm. imagine if they could suit up eight players they would have played with just eight Shit. All right. Let me do my uh, early takeaways, uh, knee-jerk reactions. I got a few here. I'm just going to – we'll be quick about it. Mm-hmm. First one, John Moran is really good consistently oh, through the preseason. My God, he's good, isn't he? First two games of the season so far. Then uh, Chris Middleton was insane value at 43. We already knew that. Knew but, that. Uh, Thank you. He's been we playing insane. That. And he was taken after TJ Warren. Sorry. 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 
Who put up five points in his first game? Okay. He put okay. up those five okay. points. He was putting them up. <laughs> he was draining five points. All day. <laughs> um, then uh, is, is Kelly Oubre trash? But we won't get into that. We already talked about that. And then last one, um, Brandon Ingram. Uh, I think his last season was not a fluke and he could be even better. He had 11 assists, assists yeah, that was in the last crazy. game. Yeah, he, he looked amazing. In the high 20s. Yeah. He was he was the best player on the floor and they got blown out in the end. Yeah, so I didn't want him because I know with Zion on the floor last year, like his production was way way less than, than yeah. what it was. I looked him, into that not on the floor. as well. But uh I don't know man, he's been crushing it. Yeah, he has. Yeah. Bold predictions baby, let's get it. Bold predictions. You stole my John Morant one, but I, I think Morant will end the season as a top 20 player. I also have a John Morant bold prediction, but I he already shared needs, one. He needs to rack up some steals and shoot some threes and hit some free throws. Uh, he's so I, good. Uh, yeah. I, I think he, he's and he's it. so small. What does he weigh? Like 160, but dude, 170? He's, he's got like a close to 40 inch vert. Like he could yeah. dunk, even though he's mm. this little scrawny kid. Yeah, he almost looks like a kid. Yeah. You know, child, uh, child. He had, I think he's, he's going to have a insanely high usage rate. So I think mm-hmm. that's, what's going to drive potentially top 20 value. Yeah. Uh, so I'll quickly share my bold prediction about John Morant. That was just mm-hmm. that he'll average 24 points and 10 assists. I feel really confident about the 24 points. So the 10 I. assists, I would feel more confident if I said nine, but it doesn't yeah. sound as good as 10. So I'm going to yeah. say 10. But 25 and nine is probably more realistic. Now that I think about it, I mean, I don't think I've gotten, gone bold enough with the bold predictions because I forgot. It doesn't mean you think it's going to happen. It's Exactly. It's it doesn't mean you think it's going to happen. Yeah, it, so that's kind of where I, I kind of have things that I think will happen. So okay. I should have got more bold with it. <laughs> so things like LeBron James will average 26 points per game. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, so I'm still waiting for... So Still waiting for Shea to average 36. What was it, Rasmus? 36, 19, 14, <laughs> yeah. 60% from three. Six and a half steals. <laughs> steals. <laughs> Put up Chris Boucher numbers. <laughs> Let's talk Boucher. I mean, he Let's did put up Boucher. 24, 9, and 7. So put some respect on ba- uh, Yeah, he's, you know, he's a good player. Good player, isn't he? So, right. so last thing on John Morant is he was really good in preseason. He's been amazing in the first two games. Mm-hmm. And in the bubble end of last year, he was playing like 38 minutes per game. So I think he'll mm-hmm. play like 36 minutes per game, which is going to be like top five in the league in minutes. And then you could really put up a ton of counting stats. He just needs to get a job. Really high usage rate. I'm really happy to be owning him. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you would rather be owning Kyrie Irving, wouldn't you? Uh, probably. I mean, okay. we, would you like to talk about this? Would you no, we'll, we'll, this right uh, now? no we'll, we'll get to Kyrie Irving later. Okay. Okay. He's part of my bold predictions. I'll you share your first bold prediction. He already my gave f- one. That was the John Morant. That wasn't even, that wasn't even bold. That was just me agreeing on things. Oh, okay. Um, that was you that shared that. I thought my first bold prediction is Carl Anthony Towns is going to demand a trade. Mm. Mm, wow i okay i've never that's never entered the sphere of my consciousness that thought this Explain. is year seven damn time six or seven this is year six or seven mm. he's made the playoffs once Ooh-hoo. the Thinky. wolves aren't very good 
They might be the worst team in the West. Seriously? Who's worse than them? Warriors. <laughs> like, uh, give me a moment. Thunder, um, thunder are way worse. Thunder, okay, thunder, we'll thunder, give, I'll give you the thunder. I'll give you the thunder. So you is it this is the thing? Planet? Okay. Seven seasons. He's playing with D'Angelo Russell, who I know, I know is his best mate. Their best friend. But he must be horrible to play with. Mm-hmm. And who else really is on that team where you're like, oh, God, I am excited to play with them tonight? Malik Beasley. What? <laughs> this is the thing, right? <laughs> and and the, the other thing is, like, you know, with everything that happened to him this year, very, very sad. He lost his mother and some other people close to him. I watched an interview about it. Ho- absolutely horrible. I think he just is going to want a change of scenery. Yeah. I mean, Minnesota just sounds like an awful place to play or live. Where's he from? Where's his, his family and stuff? I think, it, I think people, he might be from New Jersey. Oh, yeah. I think you might be right. But for people that don't know, he lost seven family members to COVID. No way. Including his serious? mom. And he was insanely close with his mom. Uh, yeah. Seven people wait, in his wait. family. Why did so many people... Because they have a... Uh, a a history of health conditions that's that. and so it was a lot of young people in his family not like not like teenagers but 50s god damn yeah. uh and i watched the 20 minute interview with him the other day where he actually explains the story it's one of the most saddest things i can't even imagine how he's able to play and you also yeah. saw in his first game like he could barely get on the court because he was so like broken down it's god horrible damn um, that's something yeah you, yeah I almost feel like he can't have a good year because that weighing on him. Mm-hmm. I feel like he'll put up numbers. I don't know if that will necessarily translate to a good play. Yeah. And so, I think it ultimately ends with him like asking for a trade and it being one of those things that's kind of best for both parties. Yeah. Did, so did can Carl- I still change my MVP prediction or is that too late for that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's that funny. is that is a terrible MVP prediction. Yeah, I, I, I didn't I didn't pick him. Okay. Oh, okay, that's good. Oh, you had D'Angelo Russell. I understand. There we go. So did Carl Anthony Towns get paid yet? He did, right? He did. He signed okay. the last season. Yeah, Supermax. Okay. Fuck yeah. When the hell did they start doing Supermaxes? When are they going to do because the some people are like, <laughs> I'll try give him a hundred percent of the cap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So up to two twenty per year. Nice. All right, can I do my first bold prediction here? Yes, please. Um, I think I'm gonna need to go a tiny bit more bold with it, so I'm just gonna add like two more counting stats to each thing here. Um, <laughs> so um, Zion Williamson will average at least twenty six points per game, Yo. nine rebounds, fifty five percent from the field, and be a top twenty player if you exclude a free throw percentage. And he's okay, pretty, here's my bold prediction. He's, He'll shoot better from the field than he will from the free throw line. Oh, See, that's, that's a good, good one. Oh, I See, like that's that. creative too. I like he that was one. he was horrible from the line the other mm-hmm. day. I don't know yeah. what this is. <laughs> For people that can't see, I don't know what this But from the field, he doesn't miss. He's gonna shoot I mean, high fifties. Just well, destroys everyone. Just it, go yeah. there was one point in the game because I was watching it. He just, you know, you know, in video games where it glitches and you sort of like walk through a person. Yeah, that's what it looks like when he plays. <laughs> he's doing. I, I mean, he's he's the reincarnation of a fucking bulldozer <laughs> into a black guy on that's, a basketball that, court. That's what he looks His like. wrists are the thickness of my 
upper thighs. <laughs> His wrist. He's so thick. He's chunky. <laughs> He's chunky as fuck. <laughs> and he has like a 45-inch vert. How? Big boy. So, yeah. Rasmus, you think he'll average 26 and 9? Not you think, yeah. but that's your bull prediction. That's my bull prediction. And he'll be a top 20. Let's make it top 15 player if you exclude free throw percentage. So, Rasmus, are you, are you taking into the consideration that he's going to get injured or he's going to lose all his conditioning Blow, from eating too many cookies? <laughs> he loves cookies. <laughs> but, I mean, he had an injury last year. It was like one – it was an injury that happened. It doesn't mean he is injury prone. I know he's heavy. I know those knees can't, can't hold 400 pounds like forever. But I don't believe that he's going to be – you know, that he's a walking, you know, injury waiting to happen. Yeah. Is okay. he going to play more or less than 55 Not like Kyrie Irving is. Say what? More or less than 55 games this year. <sighs> well, more. he has to play more. more. He's young. He's 20 years old. The dude, I, oh, I just looked it up. He almost weighs 300 pounds. No. How, what is he He's like? only getting bigger. Okay. It's only 285, but that's almost 300. That, no, that's definitely almost 300. So 285 and he's 20. So that's 14 pounds a year. So in five years time, he's going to weigh 335. Yes. So, wow. Okay. Hey, cool. hey, but um, I'll say this. I really that, like it Zion. could happen. Yeah. It could happen. He's a, he's a disgusting player. I, I personally, I don't like when players can't shoot the ball. Yeah. You know, I feel yeah. like it caps where you could take your game. And but maybe he's, not, not, he's not a very good defender. Right. But I mean, I think he will. He will put up. He will put up defensive stats. He Maybe will, one. Yeah. Let's say one point one, one point two steals, point eight blocks, something like that. When he's this athletic, he should be able yeah. to block at least one shot per game. Yeah, if you could do one block, one steal, very, yeah. very possible he does that. I don't care. Like, I don't care about his lateral quickness. Last question. <laughs> it's not a stat. Last question <laughs> on Zion. <laughs> no, a stat doesn't count. <laughs> Last question on Zion. Is he taking threes this year? I hope not, because that's going to take shouldn't. his good percentage down below <laughs> sixty. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So this this thing with Zion's threes, I think he averaged like forty percent last year, but he only took twelve. He, <laughs> and he started four, four of four. Exactly. Four in his debut. It's, it's hilarious. Like he should not be taking threes. He's got that Joel Embiid syndrome, where the idea of him being a good three point shooter is a lot stronger than his actual ability. But yeah. at least Joel Embiid's jumper looks quite nice. Embiid can yeah, it does. Out. It looks nice. Embiid can shoot. Zion's is he ugly. shoots 31% the from three. I've ever seen. Oh, okay. Okay. So he can shoot free throws, but not threes very well. Yeah. He, he loves the three is so as well. flat. Yeah, it was Zion's jumper or Giannis's free throws, which looks worse. I I I haven't seen Giannis's free throws lately, but I just know Zion's, Zion's jumper Zion's is so bad worse. that I'd have to go with that. Zion's looks worse. Giannis was looking like prime Shaq at the line. Who looks worse, Zion Williamson taking threes or Chuck Hayes taking free throws? Oh my the god! Disrespect Chuck to Chuck Hayes. <laughs> he shot sixty-six percent from the line. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Can I, can I do my next bold prediction? Yes. So this is actually a player uh, on Ollie's team who is not playing so well so far, but uh, I'm pretty sure I've been raving to him, raving about him many times. DeAndre Ayton. Uh, no, not DeAndre Ayton. I do love DeAndre Ayton a lot. Who's he, a bust? He, after yeah, these two games, I don't care. I'm trying to pick up people who are overreacting to good players playing bad. Me too. You know, So my idea of DeAndre Ayton and this player I'm about to mention hasn't changed in the slightest. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it's Donovan Mitchell. 
Donovan mm-hmm. Mitchell will average 26 points per game. So I think he's going to take the leap into um, just below the Damian Lillard tier, but definitely a leap from where he's been the last few years. Last year, he was still like a second round fantasy player. He'll take uh, the leap into the Bradley Beal tier. How about that? Yeah, 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 yeah. In terms of respect, mm-hmm. um, not he won't score as many points as Bradley Beal. But 26 points per game, five rebounds, five assists. I think he even score more than 26 points per game. Uh, and I, for all these bold predictions, I want like a, a, a reason for these bold predictions rather than just pulling out of my ass. Yep. It's his insane playoff, uh, playoff run that he did. It was, it was silly. It was silly. It was only seven games, but it wasn't four games. Seven games was a, it's not nothing. Averaging 36 points per game. I think he had two 50-point games. And here, here's actually that'll, why. That'll carry that average up a bit. <laughs> yeah, but it, that doesn't mean anything. That means he scored 50 points. Okay, but okay. What, what's his three-point percentage? What's his three-point percentage? Uh, let's, I'll have a look here in a second. If but, it wasn't sky high, then I'd be like, okay. Means he's yeah. just creating his own shot more. Okay. Right. So, so instead, he's just... Yeah. Here's what um, makes me confident in Donovan Mitchell from his slow start. In his first two games... He's taking a ton of shots. So I think he's going to take more shots than he's ever taken before. And with his game, he has a deadly three game. He gets to the line and shoots like almost 90%. He has a mid-range game. He, he's, he can slash and dunk. He's athletic. He has a complete well-rounded, like one of the most well-rounded offensive games. How's his post game when he's just one-on-one? I haven't seen it. I don't know. Let's say he's, he's one-on-one, has the ball like slightly behind the free throw line. He's just uh, so he good in that it. position. The, the same way Kevin Durant and Jason Tatum are just automatic in that position. Yeah, well, they're about. also like a foot taller than him. I know. Yeah. Well, see, that's yeah. the difference. Donovan Mitchell. Okay, can't. so that's what he needs to work on is his height. Is he needs to work on his height, basically. <laughs> well, that's just what it is. He just isn't that tall, so he can never be on their level. You know, the, that is his only knock, that he's only mm. six foot three. He's Ooh, not six three either. Six, I thought he was six four. That's what ESPN he, says. ESPN exactly. Says he, I've, re- I've read that he's, he's six one. Oh no! Oh yeah, actually, NBA they record heights in shoes. I learned that yeah. this year. He's so not six, six three. So he's NBA literally standards. as tall as me and Rasmus. I would be six foot by NBA standards. Is what I've learned. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing six inch heels. For everyone yeah. laughing on the podcast, oh. I am a generous five six, <laughs> and I'm a modest six two. So Rasmus, to answer your question about his three point percentage in the playoffs, it was fifty one percent. Um, solid, solid. You know, solid. I'm not saying he's going to average 36 points per game. I'm saying 26 or 27 would not surprise okay. me. Yeah, so I'm, I'm curious just playing what, devil's advocate. What do you guys, do you guys agree or disagree that he could do that? I, I think I he'll average that. I we've been that. saying this for so long and it hasn't happened yet that I'm What, happy. two weeks? Two podcasts? <laughs> yeah. No, uh, every, the last three seasons people have been saying He's only been in the league three years. What is this? <laughs> the last two then? What is this slander? His scoring has increased every year in the league. Yeah, in, in his fourth year, it was only up by, you know, less than a point. But Third year? Third year. Mm-hmm. So this is, this is not fair. You cannot slander young Donovan like this. This man, he's a nice boy, 6'1". Nice boy. 50, <laughs> 51% plays in Utah, which is, let's be honest, not the most exciting city in the world. No, Stay not that many strip clubs. For that. Not that many strip clubs. Not many strip clubs. Maybe James Harden should get traded there. <laughs> but you know, I, I, can we can we say one word on Aiton? 
Because you mm-hmm. mentioned DeAndre Ayton. Yeah. DeAndre Ayton is outperforming his first two games last year because Look last year he was suspended after the first game. Oh, right. <laughs> okay, so well, you are right, though. So he's outperforming that. And I, I'm a little bit concerned that he's had foul trouble in both games. But yeah, apart that from that, I'm, I'm holding firm. I'm holding firm on Ayton. So yeah. looking at Donovan Mitchell's stats, the fact that he averaged 24.0 last year, I thought he was like 22. So I'm like, okay. No. So 26 is not even that bold. But He has not- games like that where he just yeah. shoots terribly from the yeah. field. Like yeah, I owned him last does. year as well. He does right. have these games. Right. And then mm. he has 50-point games the next game or a 60-point game. But exactly. I would agree that he has an extremely well-rounded game. One of the best shooters. I mean, look at his free throw percentage. He's high 80s. Uh, hits tons of threes and is really athletic and can score in the paint. I, I'd Small like player. to see him. I'd like yeah. to see him play more. You know, I, I always like to make the eye test. You got the numbers and you got to see what, how does it actually look like with, I'm, I'm watching Kelly Oubre play. I'm like, well, these bad numbers. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm look sorry. As bad when you I'm actually, so, I'm so sorry. They look super bad Kelly too, in real life. <laughs> so. Yeah. Like a lot of these guys who play on the West coast without playing for like the Lakers, you don't get much, much of them on tv no so they they do fly under the radar a little bit mm. uh that uh exactly there was a player we were talking about earlier who the hell was it um that i i've never seen before play not even highlights the mythical john collins it was not john collins <laughs> not after the best start it was, it was i haven't heard anything about john collins so far he's yeah, he's my theory that he doesn't exist <laughs> yeah he's not doing too much all right can i go with my next bowl prediction yes that is, Nikola Jokic will average a triple-double. Oh, well, that Rasmus, is a good I, one. Rasmus, I one-up you. Here's my bold prediction. Uh-huh. Jokic, Nikola Jokic and Russell Westbrook will average a triple-double this year. Okay. That's, yeah. So, yeah, I have two players averaging a triple-double in my bold prediction. Yeah. I can't disagree with that. Yeah, so, I mean, he's put up so it. many assists so far. Yeah, yeah. And he's gotten close. I mean... Sort of he close. has a good team around him, like mm-hmm. Michael Porter Jr., Jamal Murray, mm-hmm. Gary Harris, who is apparently a shooter. But like, <laughs> you know, he could get ten assists a game. Yeah, and yeah. last year he got off. He was like super fat and got off to a really awful start. And right. that's definitely not the case this year. Exactly. So I think that's that's why he's probably going to have his. I think a significantly better year than he's ever had before. I think he'll be in the MVP conversation. If the Nuggets are good, yes. Consistently, yeah. every year, he fin- he starts really slow. I don't know mm-hmm. what it is. I don't know if it's a conditioning thing because he also likes cookies or something. But <laughs> so far, he's played 40 minutes per game uh, in two games, but is averaging 26.5 points, 12 rebounds, 12 assists. <sighs> he normally Shit, starts crazy slow. Now he's starting hot. And then if he plays later the way he normally does, he's going to have by far the best statistical year he's ever had. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah, I, now you've said it, it sounds really, it sounds like one of those things that could happen. Like yeah. Westbrook, I really don't see a way he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Right. His first two games were two massive triple doubles. Yeah. Just like, to give you an idea. The Russell Westbrook show. Uh, I, I got, I got, I got a bold one for you. Yeah, it's good. Let's get it. So let's what just fast it? forward to uh, uh, July, 2021. Okay. Okay. The, the Lakers have won the title again. No, no. Okay, we'll talk wait, about that. Wait, 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 wait. Just let him talk. Sorry. In the Western Conference Finals, they beat the Clippers 4-1. Okay. Kawhi Leonard opts out of his contract. 
and signs with, with the, the Los Angeles Lakers. Oh. Okay. That's my bold prediction. Oh, is that even possible? Does the money work? I mean, Probably. he's a free agent. He can take whatever he wants. But yeah, yeah but he, that's he's true, only taking but... max money. Oh, he's I take don't think MLE? he... Like three I years, think he, no, but like you, they can make it work with like they'll they can stretch LeBron's contract so they pay him less, they can yeah. sign Leonard to almost a max. Yeah, also, they didn't extend um Dennis Schroeder. Maybe I think it's so that they could have cap space this summer. That'll like Kuzma, they extended, that but that's that's off. a tradable right. contract. Schroeder's a tradable contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, really think with Kawhi, he just doesn't care about being the man. No. Yeah, I think he really just wants to win. If anything, it seems like he doesn't want to be the man. If anything, he doesn't want to be that, it seems like. And I really don't think this Kawhi Paul George thing is gonna work. Like if they don't win this year, it just it doesn't why seem would he natural. sign an extension? Awkward. So uh now the more I think about it, it almost seems like the most likely scenario that he goes to the Lakers. He likes LA. Yeah. He's already won. He wants to he, win more. He would literally be the third, the third star. Like because like, LeBron him. and AD are significantly above him on mm-hmm. the on the hierarchy. I think he would like that. Oh my God, that would be one of the best teams. The one of the best that be, I've ever seen. Defensive teams of all time. Oh my God. Oh no 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 no. That's scary. That's horrific. Yeah. I don't like that. Me, neither, me neither do I. At least Nets only have happens. to play them twice per year. Yeah. Okay, yeah, my, I, next bowl I like my next bowl prediction. My next bowl prediction. I uh, I wrote these bowl predictions before last night's games, so like I'm now I'm like oof, I don't know if it's gonna happen, but it was or that still is. Lamelo Ball is going to shoot under thirty percent from the field this year. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but then he went five or six in the first half. I'm like fuck. The I can dis- hear Aaron banging down the door right now. <laughs> but he's shooting 33% right now. And he was hot in the last uh, I think, I don't think it's unrealistic at all what you're saying. Yeah. You know, but I'm man, actually surprised I, I think, he's not like, to say To say under 35 is not bold at all. That's like expected, but under 30 is super bold. Has anyone yeah. ever shot under 30% from the field? Uh, uh, with, by taking more than 10 shots? No, I don't think so. Probably not. So I feel like Terry Rogier tried once, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he, he couldn't do it. So, so how's am, it? You guys am like I that the one? only, am I the only one that watches LaMelo ball play? And uh, I feel like uh, this is going to be hard to explain, but he seems like your friend playing in the NBA yes. in terms of like, you don't belong here. You're literally just, yeah. he, he's like a boy. playing. He's like men. a boy. And, and I, so I think LaMelo ball is going to be an absolute bust. That's just me. I could be completely I could totally, wrong. I could see it. No, but he, he's got, he's really, he really is skilled as a passer. Oh, see, exactly. The, when I've watched him, I, and then when I watch him, I'm like, this dude is really damn good. But does he ever become a winning player though? Or does he max no, out no, as see, the guy on Charlotte who averages, I don't know, like 18, eight and eight yes, while they win 20 funny. games a year? I think that would be a successful career for him. So remember, is he 19 <laughs> or 20? 19 years old still? Probably he's 19. Like, he, let's come on. Like, yeah. he's so insanely young. I know. I, I could be eating my words in a few yeah. years, you know. This is the I'm problem for him. I'm definitely rooting for gay, him. Yeah, we, we, I'm rooting, I'm rooting for him as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I never hope anyone becomes a bust yeah. apart from um, 
Have I ever rooted for someone to become a bust? No, I don't think I have. No, I don't have. I, I can't do that. I don't root for bad things to happen to people. So, I don't know. I do in basketball sometimes. Sometimes I hope like that the Kawhi shot didn't go in and he was stuck in <laughs> Toronto forever. <laughs> yeah. That's as bad as it gets in terms of rooting. That's as bad people. as it gets, really. I wouldn't, I would never hope someone like loses their livelihood or gets injured or something. But no, no. Can we, can we speaking of livelihood, can we have a moment silence for Leangelo Ball's um Detroit Pistons career, which lasted, okay. I believe, three days? Yeah. I wish I had picked up Leangelo Ball. I wish I picked up Leangelo Ball instead of Larry Nance as a streamer yesterday. That literally would have done better for me. Okay. Larry Nance just went, he just gave me over three from the field. Like, thanks, dude. <laughs> so I, I was on uh I was on Reddit fantasy and everyone was going crazy over Nance after the first game. And then I was like, what? Did Kevin Love play? No. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so elite Larry Nance lasted three days. Okay, so what happened to Leandro Ball? Did he get cut? He got cut, unfortunately. Ah, I never didn't see that coming. My yeah. Pistons <laughs> playoff bet is clearly clearly down. He got, he got cut a while ago. Can I give my next ball prediction? Of yes. course you may. That is that Chris Boucher will average seven blocks per game over 72 games. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's not one of my bold predictions. It's I just want to, I just want to talk about Chris Boucher. I just want to talk about him real quick. He's not part yeah, of that. Yeah, that was insane what he did. 22, so, 10, and 7. Yo, box. yo, I'm so happy that I own is him. He, is he the best Canadian person of all time? Yeah, uh, yes, yes. No, yes. Uh, I mean, is Justin Bieber still from Canada? Yes, and Chris Boucher. No, I think okay. America took well, him in the in the country draft. <laughs> oh. okay i have to piss really bad but you guys keep going so that we don't like stop the in the meantime i want to go through my team and just how dom so I'll, I'll, I'll be right back ollie's the wrong person to have that conversation with. i will i will allow you to have 60 seconds of unwavering how good your team is doing yes. go okay okay so i'm facing ollie which is why i i would rather not do this right now but i can't not do it i have john Morant, who is the top five fantasy players so far. Yes, through two games. I get it. Paul George is going off. Miles Turner with the eight block game. Chris Boucher with the seven block game. Bradley Beal, even with Russell Westbrook, is averaging 35 points per game. James Harden played his first game yesterday, 44 and 17. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's 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 ridiculous what my team's done. There you missed Christian Wood. And Christian Wood. And Christian Wood put up a 31 and 13 game. In 44 minutes. Yeah, they went to overtime. But I think he's going to play mid-30s. And I couldn't feel better about the Christian Wood pick anymore. Especially because he has a really good preseason game. And I, I'm probably overreacting to that. But I think he'll be really good. Meanwhile, Norman Powell shot 12% from the field so far. So that's my uh, life situation. Thanks for asking, everyone. Um, call the Samaritans if you're feeling bad. Um, I'll, I'll wait for it. Can he hear us? He can hear us, Rasmus, for those of you wait, listening. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I, I just want to announce that I'm back from urinating with this. What? Another another Bruce. <laughs> this podcast is not sponsored by any alcohol. Drink in moderation. Sorry, say it again. Um, drink in moderation. We are not sponsored by any alcoholic beverage yet. Any alcoholic beverage manufacturers, if you want to sponsor us, we have a listenership of 10. We will chug them during every single podcast. And we, will, we will be great ambassadors for your brand. Uh, so my, my spicy, spicy prediction is now James Harden doesn't get traded. 
Yes, Ooh. I'm a fan of that. I I I think that the way Brooklyn has started, the way the Sixers are constructed now, and if the rumors of the Houston owner refusing to trade with Daryl Morey are true, which I could see that, I really don't think they are going to trade him now because no one else outside of maybe Minnesota, if they trade Towns, can give them anything like the return they would want for a James Harden. Yeah, uh, here's the thing. I, I It seems like I was looking at other teams' forums and reading their comments about like James Harden trade possibilities. It seems like James Harden is tanking his own trade value by just acting a fool. Yeah. And yeah, like why would a team give up? So as a Nets fan, I absolutely do not want the Nets to trade for James Harden. Not, I absolutely do not want it. I really would be strongly opposed to it. If it happens, would, I'm going to obviously fear for it. Even if, even if there's no Kyrie or KD in the trade. Absolutely. Yes. Because it's going to mean... It's going to mean Karis LeVert. It's going to mean Spencer Dinwiddie. It's going to mean Jared Allen. It's going to mean multiple first-round picks. That's that's uh, that's not good for the franchise. Yeah, all the depth will be will be gone. And that's but what makes I, I wouldn't be special. upset. Come on, how fun would that be? No. Uh, so I've really thought about it more over the last few days. I, I don't want it. I watched James Harden's highlights as a fantasy owner. They get me excited. As a as an NBA fan, I don't want that on my team. The freaking stepbacks are nonstop. The ISO mm-hmm. step back, draining fadeaway threes. True. But I still want the Sixers to not tra- helpful for winning. I want the Sixers to trade Simmons for him. I, I yeah. uh, Well, as the fantasy owner, I want him to stay in Houston, but I would like to see it as an NBA fan. Just because I don't think, just from watching the Sixers' first couple of games, I don't think anything has changed in terms of them being like an elite team come the playoffs. No, not at ben all. Ben Simmons is not going to develop a jump shot ever. No, never. Joel Embiid is great, but he's not the guy who can bring the ball up the court in the fourth quarter of a playoff game and destroy someone in the mid-range, which is not who he is. And like you need that guy. And for the Sixers, Jimmy Butler was that guy. But now you don't don't have anyone. So I would trade Simmons for Harden, but I don't think they're going to do it. Uh, I feel like we know what the 76ers are. They're like a 50-win team that can get into the second round of the playoffs. I yeah, think they're the Nuggets of the East. In a row, the same freaking thing. No, the Nuggets are a better team. Nuggets okay. are definitely better, way better. Nuggets are they're Nuggets the are Blazers of the East. Blazers of the East, I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But speaking of Ben Simmons, we were talking about this the other day. Isn't it crazy how NBA players they take hundreds, I assume, hundreds of jumpers every single day, if, if and anything, they just they, they can't get better, get better as a shooter. And it's not like oh, this summer I'm just gonna focus on my jumper. Fuck it, you're focused on probably focusing on your jumper all the time. It's just never improving. Like, how did? What can they even do to improve their jumper? Like, if, I don't, if you don't, I don't got it, you don't got it. Yeah, like, I don't what can you do? Either. It seems like lefties can't shoot. Zion, Ben Simmons, Kelly Oubre, shit. I mean, sample size of three. I can't disagree with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have the same question. I don't know why these bad shooters can't improve their jump shot. Just up- try and get it in the fucking basket. <laughs> <laughs> Like, have you tried that? God. I'm sorry. The way that came out was very funny. Rasmus so, has uh, seen me play basketball, so he knows I'm experienced with this. <laughs> I'll, I I got to keep it real. I was I was really disappointed in in, in, in your basketball abilities. I thought well, we thing could is, play one-on-one and it would be competitive or at least fun. Like, what? Oh, he, he, what? Shoots, he shoots like uh, 
He shoots like Sean Marion. No, uh, that's generous. Sean Marion. Sure, no, I shoot like Draymond Green with a heavier backpack. <laughs> you, you look like you look like the basketball is ten kilos heavier when you shoot it. Yeah, that's that's a very accurate. But the thing is, I'm gonna have a long career because my knees will be fine. No lift at all. Because <laughs> there's no lift. Okay. Well, like you, you shoot your free throws, like me shoot a half court shot. I don't like. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I don't mean. I'll stop. I don't like you talking trash on Ollie's jumper like that. <laughs> We're moving on from that. I, okay. I have one final bold prediction. It's super not exciting in any way, shape, or form. I have like three more. You just keep That's, taking yeah. them all. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I blew my bold prediction load earlier. I'll just share mine real quick so we get out the way. But I don't even feel that great about it. You know, there's no passion behind this one. It's just uh, SGA, top 15 fantasy player. I do think he'll be really good with the Thunder. We don't need to talk more about it. But I, I, I want to change my bold prediction. But Yeah, it's not exciting. We've talked about it. Not exciting. You know he's good. He'll put, up, he'll put up 24, 6, and 6 sort of thing. I think it's just percentages. A, it's a situation thing. I don't think he's actually that amazing of a player oh i've got yeah. i've got another one yeah, i just he, thought of. true he's he's great but he's not that yeah that okay good. you guys share your bull predictions see my i i blew my load earlier with the warriors not making the play in so i feel like i kind of get another one. Oh yeah okay. go for it trey young demands a trade whoa <laughs> all your bull predictions are demanding trades or yeah. not getting traded okay, okay so okay so think about this way i don't think atlanta are a good team they had a their first game they they showed up like they had a pretty good game didn't they <laughs> they showed up they showed up isn't that slang that's slang they didn't me. they yeah. didn't get covid they were on the court come on <laughs> but like that. i don't like i don't think atlanta have a very good team it i just, like it doesn't seem like it works well together they have a bunch of like slightly yeah. above average players and the other thing is like trey young everyone's telling him that he's amazing this he, is why I think it. Everyone's telling him he's amazing. He's got. He's been hit. on two. He's been on two awful teams. Two awful teams. Well, okay. The he's been on one team. Both years they were awful. Okay. He's putting up numbers, insane, individually great. Doesn't play. Doesn't play any defense. Might be one of the five Zilch. worst defensive players in the league. Uh, who's him? Uh, I, I, who, I read he him? was. Who, who's like, better at defense, Trey Young or James Harden? James, James Harden. Harden. James Harden, yeah. No, so uh, again, I, I don't know this NBA scouting level stuff, but I, what I've read is that Trey Young is basically universally accepted as the number one worst defender in the league. Why? Okay. Is, is it no effort? Is it no effort? No, well, he's I tiny he's and he has small. no effort. I think he's too small and yeah, I guess no effort. He needs to that must, save like, his energy for the threes. That must be I'm like not, a huge, massive hit to your ego, knowing that everyone's oh he fucking sucks. That he's the worst at defense. I don't think I'd hate to be Trey Young. I don't think you give a fuck if you're someone this like him. This is the him. thing, right? Three. He's probably gonna get a shoe deal. Is he? Has he already got a shoe deal? He's probably getting one if he hasn't already got one. Bold prediction signs with Reebok. He's not good Ooh, enough for Nike. A Reebok or Adidas. Back? Yeah, they, perhaps bold they prediction. Be. Reebok will be back next year. Carousel <laughs> <laughs> Vert signed with Jordan. I wonder how much money he gets for that. Right. That's I, I want, nothing. That's I nothing. want to hear the rest of Ollie's Trey Young demands a trade prediction. But like, who? Okay, if you're Trey Young, who on Atlanta are you excited to play with? Don't say John Collins, and not because I joke about him not existing, but like they're actually not extending him. They're not really convinced. I know. That he's good. Uh, yeah. They, Kevin they don't even like. They don't even like John Collins. He's a Kevin <laughs> Herder, the kidding. Red Rifle. 
Cam Reddish? Like, are you excited to get out of bed and play with Cam Reddish? If anything, DeAndre Cam Hogan? Reddish would be the number one player, which says a lot because there's no one exciting other than like Clint Capella. The idea of Clint Capella is much better than the real Clint Capella. Like, who else do the Hawks have? It, it seems like this team was put together in NBA 2K. Yes, that's exactly what it seems like. Like they were not made with like chemistry or like team needs in mind. No, they're gonna win twenty five or thirty games. They're gonna be the twelfth seed. No, and Trey Young is gonna be like, look, I've had enough of this. Like that's extremely pessimistic. They'll do better than that. But like, who who, who are they gonna be better than? The Knicks. The Knicks. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> The Hornets, the Wizards. No, I think the Hornets oh, have a better Wizards, team Wizards than the Hawks. Are way better. Wizards are way better. Wizards well, are way let, better. Let me sit down and look at it, but I, I do think the Hawks are uh, back end of the playoffs. Playoff no. Team. No. I think we're playing in round one. By we, I mean the Nets. No, they're not. Old prediction. Nets are playing the Hawks in round one playoffs. There are, there are eight teams significantly better than the Hawks. Yeah. I, I will say the Hawks are 2-0. and oh. I will say that. Yeah, but... but- they Who have bad. they played? The Bulls. Let's look at Oh, the Bulls. Yeah. They did beat the Grizzlies, which is not a great team, but better than last year, I think, with John Morant getting better. But yeah, and without Jaron Jackson, they're also, that's two really bad teams. I also don't think the Grizzlies have a great team, but John Morant is a much better player than Trey Young is. I was going to say, who would you rather have if you're starting a team from scratch? Real John life. Morant or Trey Young? John Morant, 12 times out of 10. Uh, yes. I, would, I would take John Morant as well. Real life. How's yeah. his defense? Um, I don't know. He tries. I, he's he tries. fast and athletic, and he, he seems like someone who would try a lot harder. Yeah. Like, John Morant is like Curry. Yeah, he's going to be the worst defender on the floor, but you can just hide him, and he'll try. <laughs> okay. It's better Trey, than Young, Trey Young is, you know, one of the worst defenders in the league. People yeah. will just target him over and over again. He couldn't um, stop Ollie one on one. That is possibly true. <laughs> oh my god, Ratham. All right. Well, like I said, I like, like I said, that's not saying much because who can stop him one on one? That's true. There you go. Thank you. The ground, <laughs> the backboard, the rim. Okay, my next bold prediction. Um Andrew Wiggins will finish outside the top 150 and he will play at least, he'll play like 70 games. Like him playing all games, he'll finish outside the top 150 in fantasy. He already sucked last year and now he's not the number one option. They got Steph Curry, they got Kelly Oubre and he just looks like complete trash. He can't do anything. Nice ticket manual. Just a quick reminder that Andrew Wiggins is on a max. No. I didn't know that. No. That's another reason why Kat's going to demand a trade because he's like, you maxed oh, yeah. Wiggins. You clearly have no idea what you're doing. I, I have to see who Emmanuel took, uh, who, who was there when Emmanuel took. Who did uh, I take? I took, I took someone after him. Real quick. Okay, let's see here. Um, I think I took Kelly Oubre. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did. You did. Um, man, I can't find his name right now. Oh, there it is. He could have taken Mitchell Robinson, Robert Covington. DeJounte Murray is having a really nice start to the season. Yeah, yeah Murray's nice. Good player. He could average six. Like six and six is probably what he'll average. If we're being bold, he could like seven and seven sort of thing. Yo. Oh, God, that is disgusting. Yeah. Wow. Oh, he had a triple-double. Shit. Yeah. Nice. 
Yeah, okay. he's a really good. I thought you said talking about guy. Wiggins. I was like, what triple double of what? Like miss rotations, turnovers, <laughs> and air balls. Air balls gone. Oh, goodness. Someone, I think it might have been Wiseman actually airballed a three, and it was glorious. It was about yeah, two why? foot short. Oh my god! Ooh. I have to watch this. I'll watch it after. I think but... it was Wiseman, but it was someone on the Warriors because like Steph got him a nice open look, and he just airballed it. Uh, I know what shot you're talking about. I think it was Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> but how do we feel about the ball prediction? Him finishing outside the top 150 in fantasy, but even though he's going to play 95 percent of games, doesn't seem that bold to me. No, I, 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 <laughs> okay, I, so I agree. he's top 150, maybe top 100. I don't think it'll be top 100, but like, really? yeah, top 150. I mean, he hasn't looked good. And the other like thing is, he, he shoots enough that he can actively harm your team. I think he'll he'll right. score points in the mid to high teens, but at a low percentage and while doing nothing else. Like at, last year, he at least scored like twenty two points per game, but he won't have that opportunity this year because of Steph Curry. There's a great Wiggins stat, and I I want to put it up because this is a. I don't know how this is even possible. This is but let me just. So, it was to do with so effective field goal percentage when guarded by players. Okay. <laughs> okay. So when Wiggins was guarding people, they shot 56.8%. That's the- <laughs> when they were unguarded, the average is 56.6. Oh my god. So being guarded by Wiggins is actually better than getting an open shot. <laughs> so he can't play defense oh, wait, either. Is the sample no size he's not, he, every team he's ever played for has been dog shit. Is the sample size this year two games or is it last year? No, no, this is, uh, let me just see. This is last year. No. Oh, no, that's over the last three years. No. That's an amazing set. No. No. Wow. Yeah. Kevin Love is the second worst, if you're interested. I thought Trey Young was the worst. Yeah, well, I don't, Young in that list? I don't think Trey Young gets close enough to consider being guarded by him. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible defender. Oh, my goodness. That's good. Okay. How many more bold predictions you guys got? I'm all out. I've shot I've shot me guns. There we go. I have I have one more, but I want to throw in a sixth one afterwards. We can just talk briefly about okay, it. Let, let's, sixth let's prediction hear. of the year. Number five, RJ Barrett will score 20 points per game, but he'll still be a shitty fantasy player. That's not bold. No, I, don't, I don't I don't disagree with it. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, that is pretty bold. 20 is a lot. And I, I mean like literally okay, okay. over 20. Someone has to score 20. Yeah. Yeah. And he'll still be an awful fan. So he'll be the Andrew Wiggins. Why are the Knicks so bad? It, it, who's worse? The, the Knicks? Knicks or the Thunder? Oh, the Knicks. Oh, sorry. That might have been a stupid question. Will, will the Knicks, what will the Knicks record be this year? 13 and 59. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, like, there is not another sports team in the world that I hate more than the Knicks. I yeah. would love to see them break the Nets 12 and 70 record. So Ollie, why, why do you have a Knicks J.R. Smith jersey? Because I love J.R. Smith and everything he okay, stands okay, for. Because okay. okay. he, he stands for strip clubs. Yes. Look, that Knicks season where they were the two seed and J.R. Smith was six man of the year, they were fun to watch. Wait, two seeds? with Carmelo, Amari Stoudemire. Is that right? Um, yeah, yeah, 2013. I think the Nets were the four or five seed that year. I remember people were super pumped about the Knicks. I remember that. 
Yeah, and one guy honest, voted energy, for Melo uh, like, for MVP. Like the, the Knicks fan base is pretty strong. The energy when the Knicks are, are good is yeah, fun, yeah, yeah. but yeah. still fuck the Knicks. I hate them. Wow, yeah, they were the second seed. 54 and 28. Holy wow. shit. Wow. Melo won the scoring title. It was a fun year. Yeah, uh, okay. Wow, crazy. I, I, I literally forgot about that happening. Yeah. That was like one of the first, that was probably the first year that I followed the league as well. Mm, okay. Wow. And the so Sixers you, were awful so that you, year. So. so you joined when uh when the big three in Miami existed. That was yeah. your first taste of NBA. The It was the lockout year because there was so yeah. much news about like, is the league going to start again? Oh, okay. And so that got you into it. Yeah. The I was drama. like, ooh, ooh, the drama, drama always attracts you. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I, this is why I love the NBA. There's so many storylines. Oh, yes. okay. My, my sixth bold prediction, but we don't have to talk about this for a while. Just real quick. It's not a bold prediction. It's just a statement that I want to say. Um, Luka Doncic is overrated. And anyone that has been MV- like as an MVP, like front runner, I think, uh, fuck you. Because he's not oh, that good. Shit. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to take my off. That was hot. <sighs> he's just not on that level. Like people calling him the favorite to an MVP. I mean, of course. Anyone can put up – okay, now I'm really going off the deep end here. I was going to say anyone can put up 30, 10, and 10 if they're going to take 30 shots a game at 40%. <laughs> anyone can do that. Anyone. Anyone. Can do 30, 10, 10. <laughs> okay. Anyone. Okay, don't, don't like, disregard what I said, but you, you get you follow what I'm trying to say here. <laughs> He's all right. <laughs> so, Rasmus. The guy um, sucks. Yeah, if you I'll, have him, you should say, probably trade him for Chris Middleton. So, I'll say this. Uh, I – Luka Doncic is one of the best young players in the league, but Agreed. I think he's definitely being overrated. I mean, he's yeah, getting people. Crazy. People put him at, like I he's think taking one, two, and three in fantasy. Yes, draft. that's what I mean. So, that's what I mean. Wait, wait, wait. You know what they should do? ESPN and Yahoo should do. You know they do ADP. Yes, they should do ADP in paid leagues. Yeah, yeah that right, right. That will tell them how people really feel about this. Well, exactly. Look at our league. Luka Doncic went what four? Fourth, yeah. That's still yeah, too that's that's still way too high. Yeah, I think that's three or four spots too early, but everyone drafting him at one is definitely in a free league. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right. I think if you're in a league like us, where there's $2,000 to play for, which reminds me, I'll get to that after, uh, people wouldn't be taking him number one overall. But no. are we doing the thing where if you lose 0-9, that you put $20 into the pot? Because if so, I need to win rebounds this week against Ollie. So we can- <laughs> I thought about this earlier. I don't think we voted on it. But I, I, I think I, like I'm, will- I'm willing to do it if I lose 0-9. Uh, so I will be doing it if I lose 0-9, even if others won't do it. Because I feel that strongly about having that element. Let's I think you, des- you deserve it. You deserve it for having a short week and having your opponent overperform averages. Yeah. And, you know, other complete luck factors that have nothing to do with your team and how good you are as a drafter and as a fantasy GM. <laughs> I'm not bitter. <laughs> no sarcasm at all in the last 10 Z- seconds. Zero sarcasm at all. Oh Norman Powell, I hate you. Oh my goodness. No sarcasm. No sarcasm. We love Norman Powell. Should we? Should we move on to the NBA Finals predictions? Let's yes. move on to that. Yes, and yes, I will yes. let. I want to hear Ollie's first because so I, I. I also I did Eastern Conference, Western Conference Finals predictions. Ah, uh, okay. I, I. You know, give me a second here. Let me add that. I could do that real quick. Okay. I'll, I'll do it as if we're doing the playoffs. So in the West, uh, the Lakers are going to beat the Clippers four-one. Mm-hmm. And then in the East, the um, 
you know what? I keep saying the Sixers, but let's be honest, the Nets are going to beat the Sixers 4-0 mm-hmm. in the Eastern Conference Finals. Okay. But I'm sorry, lads, the Lakers are going to win. So my predictions were very similar. That I All had right. Lakers, Clippers in the West. Lakers going to win. And then Bucks and Nets. Nets winning the East. And then to, to say that I honestly think the Nets will beat the Lakers in the Finals would just... I, that would be me being a homer, which I think is fine. But I also I want to keep it real. I, I think that the Lakers would beat the Nets in the finals. Yeah. But the Nets have a very, very legitimate chance of winning the NBA championship. They do. It only takes one or two injuries, not even to the main guys. Like if some of the Lakers like depth guys get injured. Right. Mm-hmm. Makes a big difference. Yeah. But Montrezl- when Kyrie gets injured, that I'm scared shitless of when that happens. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm very scared of it. Montrez um, is also an awful playoff player. Okay. Okay. There you go. Good. Good. That makes me feel a bit better. So for me, Western Conference, I also have Lakers Clippers just because that LA matchup, I just want that to happen as well. Uh, East, see, we all chose Nets versus a different opponent. I'm saying the Heat. And I think Mm -hmm. that really shows that there is is no front runners. No, there's no top dogs in the East, which is why I think I feel good about plugging the Nets in there above the others not because they've earned it yet but because the bucks sixers heat celtics none of them are giving anyone a good reason we just be, smushed the celtics so be, that's yeah, and easy we just smushed them so n- none of those other teams are giving anyone a good reason to put them atop there so that's why i put nets um and then i'm gonna say nets beat the lakers in the finals just because i can say that and i want to say that i, I don't need you, a reason you can I just say, say that fuck yeah in seven Yes. Why not? I mean, oh, that's going to be so much fun. Lakers yeah. versus the Nets. I thought about this. If the Nets won a championship, does it lose? Do we lose like the the drive and like the passion we have as Nets fans? Because I'm scared of it. I, as well. You've completed it. Yeah, yeah, because that's like we won a championship, but then it, let's win more. Like let's do a dynasty here. That's the like we then transcend the original goal and then have you know try and become do this legendary thing. Right? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes, it does make sense. I just want one of the teams I like to win. Yeah. That's that's all but I want. The bad the, part about the really Nets... really arrogant of me to think, like, do I want the Nets to win a championship? Stop because... it, stop it. Don't have those silly thoughts. But the yeah. bad part about the Nets winning a championship is uh, I'm going to die when it happens. So that mm-hmm. kind of sucks. Yeah, because you're going to kill yourself because there's nothing more to live for, right? No, well, you I do live in a high I building right myself. now. So I'm just going to die of natural means. Just because out of to... excitement, what? overjoyousness. Okay. So I've got a question for Rasmus, Rasmus, mm-hmm. and it involves your son. Mm-hmm. Would you would you let the Nets win a championship if yes, 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 yes. I don't care what it, yes, yes. Your son only grew to five six. Ooh, okay, okay, hold on. You had to okay. The questions that are getting asked right now. Can can that five six come with all the uh, attributes that you have, Ollie? So he's basically a carbon copy of you. If so, then then I'm good with that. I can do that. Sign sealed, delivered. Nets oh, 2021 amazing. NBA so champions. Nets win a championship, and my son is like you. My wow. life equals perfect. Wow. wow. I am. I, I, I'm going to start crying in a second. But <laughs> And Trey Young demands a trade. 
Amazing. Okay, a- that doesn't sound silly. I can take a piss again. Beer just really makes me piss. Dude, okay. So, well, I'm ready to move um, in the meantime. Every- don't move on to the MVP predictions. Christian, talk about your Pokemon card collection or what you got for Christmas. Ooh. I don't care, but just wait for we me. We can do that. We can this do that. is like when when normal podcasts would do an ad, we'll just talk about something else. <laughs> That's true. Tell us about your Pokemon cards. Oh, uh, there's no video, so I obviously can't show people. But I got 20 Pokemon packs for Christmas, and I had no idea. I had no idea. I, I love Pokemon, but I did not expect this amount of excitement opening up these packs, uh, looking at the cards, organizing them. And now I just bought these plastic sleeves to keep them all protected. I'm going to get some of them graded. I'm getting into that world of Pokemon card collecting. And for me, there's two sides of it. There's the emotional side of it, which is the one that makes no fucking sense where you'll spend like $10,000 on Pokemon cards and everyone else will think you're a loser. But then there's the logic side, which can justify the emotional side that really runs my decisions. But I could justify it by saying, I might spend 10 grand on Pokemon cards this year, but 10 years from now, they'll be worth 10 times that. So I could justify doing these silly emotional things by saying, oh, it'll at the very minimum hold its value, most likely gain a lot of value over the next decade. I mean, if we replace Pokemon cards with stock market, I don't think you're too far off the mark. But then again, if we replace Pokemon cards with Beanie Babies... Now that then it's weird. Then it's suddenly weird. Yeah. Did um, you guys hear Finny Boy screaming? A little bit. He's he's saying, I don't want to be five six, let me grow to six five. <laughs> Dad, fuck you for taking that deal. Fuck. I'd like to discuss the best Christmas present that I that I not didn't receive, but I gave because I'm Ooh. one of those people. Okay. So my sister just bought a bought an apartment, so I'm mm-hmm. very happy for her. Amazing. So I gave her a uh, robot vacuum for Christmas. Oh, Ooh, one of those bad good. boys. But I'm actually renting the other bedroom from her. And she opens the robot vacuum and she turns to me and goes, this gift isn't for me. It's for you. <gasps> Which is completely true. I bought a robot vacuum for myself and gave it to her. <laughs> and she smart. knew that. She's smart. She, she knew up that. On. I oh, do a lot of tro- I do a lot of trolling when it comes to gift giving. I also gave my great. dad Donald Trump Jr.'s book, yes. knowing he hates the guy. <laughs> so, so wow. you know, that's you know, if if guessing. you can't troll your family at Christmas, when can you troll them? Exactly. Ollie, can I can I make a request for that robot vacuum? Yes. Can you please go on fathead.com by Kevin Durant Fathead? Cut out, <laughs> cut off just the head, <laughs> and then. And and then tape the head to the Kevin, top of the robot vacuum so that you have Kevin Durant that robot vacuum. Actually, you know what you know what I'm gonna do. The first win I get, which is definitely not gonna be this week, whoever comes in clutch, I'm gonna buy a fat head of them, stick them on there, and they'll be the cleaner. That's what they'll be known as. <laughs> that, that, I think that's a great idea. So even if it's uh, if, if even Norman if it's Powell. Norman Powell, even if it's Norman yeah. Powell, I don't even know if they'll sell fat heads fat heads of him though. I mean, if not, I'll get a custom one made for yeah, like six ones. grand or something. Oh, and okay. then what I'll do is I'll send I'll send it to the Raptors front office and be like, "Can Norman autograph this for me?" Oh, <laughs> that would be so sick. And think how think how valuable an autograph Norman Powell robot vacuum will be mm-hmm. in ten years' time. Uh, extremely uh, valuable, I guess. Yeah, super yeah. valuable. Yeah. I mean, that's 
2024 finals MVP, Norman Powell, we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Norman Powell, 2024, should we move on to NBA predictions? Sorry, MVP predictions. Yes. MVP predictions. You, you guys start and I'll just, um, I'll go and pray to the porcelain gods for a minute. Okay. <laughs> for the pingus dingus gods. <laughs> It's some Knicks fan right after Chris asked for his Who is this? Pingus, 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 dingus, fucking fool. <laughs> I thought it was actually uh, Michael Rappaport doing that. Was it? Maybe it was. I don't know. I, uh, probably not. But uh, pingus, dingus. <laughs> Russ, I saw it in our YouTube uh, search history, and then I, wa- I was like, "What's tingus, pingus?" <laughs> Tingus, I watched it and it was fucking hilarious. It's funny how all the other picks the Knicks have made in the last 10 years have been awful. But the this one, one, the weird ass out of nowhere, Tingus Pingus pick. Was their it's, best just, it's the most Knicks fan reaction. I know. It's just go, oh, fucking stupid ass pick. What the fuck? It just yeah. they know exactly how good all these players are, what they're going to turn into. Yeah. So that's funny. So, uh, okay, we'll wait for Ollie to get back from his urination break. But Russ, this is actually funny. Speaking of MVP, I changed my MVP uh, prediction, but I had it for Luka Doncic. During the pod? No, 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 I, no, I changed, no, no, not during the pod, before the pod. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> we're, no, we're talking about Russ, it like I, ball. It's like, shit, fuck, I fuck. definitely agree he's overrated compared to the hype that he gets. But yeah, he's that's a what leg- I mean. That's what I mean. But he's a legitimate MVP contender. For sure. Legitimate. Yes, yes, he is. Don't. I'm not saying he's not a fucking but, awesome wait, player, but I just think the love has gone too far. 100%. Way too far. Yeah. You know, it's because it's he's white and people people love white people these days. Is that it? I don't know I if that's it. <laughs> I don't know. But he doesn't look like all the other ones. Yeah. <laughs> no, he just puts up numbers and people yeah, yeah, yeah. think it's fun, but they don't look at the field goal percentage and stuff yeah. like that. Like but us fantasy players do. I feel like the Mavericks might not be that good this year. Yeah, exactly. You got to be on one of the top five best teams to be MVP, don't you? Yeah, exactly. So that's why that's why I think could eliminate him. Mm-hmm. You know, that is that's right. good points. All right, now we can move into MVP. We're just talking about how overrated Luka Doncic is. Ooh. still, why didn't we hear? We didn't. We didn't hear it. Did Wait, you know? People that don't know, he just opened a can and tried to get the sound. Oh, I heard nothing. But it didn't get it's picked poor, up for some reason. Poor omnidirectional microphone. Uh, mm. shit. Okay, now let's get into MVP. I'm just yes. going to begin here. My MVP is Kevin Durant. And I'm, I don't need to explain myself. I don't give a fuck. It's, okay. it's Kevin Durant. I'm not going to explain myself. So uh, I wrote Kevin Durant in parentheses as he will be very close. But if I just, like put my money on it as do I think that that is the most likely outcome? Uh, pretty, I, I for me, it's pretty play. damn close. You know, yes, it's pretty damn close. And I think he, he will get extra love from the voters because of the past and new team and everything. Yes, he will. That is true. What it, so, Raz, who do you have then? I have – it was hard because, you know, it's easy to say Giannis. He won the last two. I don't know. I wanted to say someone who hasn't won MVP yet, and that's Anthony Davis. The Lakers yeah, will be – I mean, they're one of the well, two best teams – in the league, and it, I think it's, it's his time. It's but, about time that he won an MVP. As long as he plays, yeah. I mean, 
90% of games, which is right. totally not a given at all. But if that does happen. I think the hard thing for him to win MVP is it means he has to outshine LeBron. That is true. I didn't think know, about which that. I think he will. I think that's – I don't see how you do that. I see it being How's that possible even LeBron spends the entire year campaigning for Anthony Davis. That's how good of a person LeBron is. He would LeBron's totally the freaking man. But because then he, LeBron sorry. comes in in the playoffs, turns it up. If they win, he'll probably win finals MVP again. He'll be like, oh well, LeBron's still number one, but look how good of a guy he is. Anthony Davis won MVP. Yeah. However, I want LeBron to win MVP, if not Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving. I can't see it. The last LeBron. time he won was like six or seven years ago, but that would be sick if he won it now. Yeah. I think he'd be the oldest MVP at 36 years old. Probably. I think Jordan won it at 36 as well. Oh, so. yeah, yeah. yeah. 35. I just looked it up. I believe it's 35. Okay. How, how many? Oh, Carl uh, Malone also at 35 won. Okay. So uh, how many? I'm about to bring this player up just out of respect. How many MVPs has Kobe won? Rest in peace. I love you. Uh, how many? has Just one? Just one, yeah. Okay. We, we, Just one. We, we, can't, um, we can't get into this topic. This is too tough. It is too my, tough. My, we're, we're only four days left of the year, lads. Jesus. Yeah. Um, my MVP, I, I had Kevin Durant, but it's going to be mm-hmm. KD or AD. That's who it's mm-hmm. going to be. AD or AD. It's yeah. not going to be Giannis. They're not going to give it to him three years in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not going to be hard and everyone hates him. Mm-hmm. Um, the KD has the best narrative and MVP is a narrative award. I like your process of elimination. Yeah, the process of elimination is strong. And the narrative thing is huge. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And my narr- the narrative is a big part of my hill I'm willing to die on in the NBA. because, mm-hmm. But, you know, it's coming up later. Are we, are we agreed on the MVP? Can we go to most improved? Yeah. Yes. If there's a comeback player of the year, what are the chances that Kevin Durant doesn't win that? <laughs> Alex Smith. Oh, <laughs> Alex shit. Smith could win You're it. Right. That is, yeah. that is, I will... Give him that. that is, he attended fair. a Wizards game. So I think you, anyone who attends a Wizards boy, game should get boy. comeback player of the year. What? <laughs> yeah. what does that even mean? He really made a sacrifice. <laughs> I mean, do you, I mean, imagine waking really up. Imagine waking up on Monday morning. You go, I'm a Wizards fan. <laughs> <laughs> does anyone actually know any Wizards fans? Hey, give him this. Michael Jordan played one or two seasons for the Wizards. So. He did. I remember. Yeah. I had NBA That's Live cool. 2000 as well. <laughs> my sega saturn <laughs> all right uh most improved player so we'll talk more about kevin durant later at least i need to uh <laughs> but for me it's not just out of pure fandom i he looks absolutely incredible it's like he yeah he looks amazing so he most does, improved really player does. i got uh, i got john morant and we won't talk I about because we already did but i got I john, john morant too wow yeah, i did. can i considered putting john morant but i just thought he had such a good year last year that uh, the jump wouldn't be as big as my other guy. It'll be a big jump. It'll be a big jump. It'll I be think. a big jump. But uh, the other guy who I also happen to own is Christian Wood. I I feel really good about. Yeah, I would put money on Christian good. Wood. That's a good one. I wanted yeah, to I don't, Christian Wood. I don't earlier. disagree. Yeah. Uh, the other thing with Christian Wood is like, I want to see it when everyone's healthy. Mm-hmm. At how many touches he no gets? No Cuz, no John Wall. Right, but they were playing there. It was basically a, a two-man show with James Harden, and Christian Wood. Yeah, what they combined for like eighty points, seventy-five. Yeah, yeah. Christian Wood is a is a rich man's Clint Capella, so he's going to look good playing with Harden. Yeah, <laughs> I think he's much better than Clint Capella. That's why I said rich man's. 
Okay. That's a very good bet. That's a, Christian Wood's a good one. I actually forgot about him. Yeah. Um, so next we have rookie of the year. I'll let you guys go. I first. think we're all going to agree. I don't know. I got James Wiseman. Me too. I was trying to think of someone else it could be because I think everyone's going to say Wiseman, but yeah. I couldn't find anyone. I was going down. Yeah. It's I not like, Anthony Edwards. It's not going to be LaMelo Ball. Is it could going to be, be Denny Avija? Who? Denny Avija. I don't know who that. Oh, yeah. Place for the Wizards, mate. Once again, no one watches the Wizards. Yeah. Can we give it to Rui? I like Rui. Is it, he, he's not a rookie. Exactly, but can we give it to him? <laughs> no. Just give it to Rui. Come on. Who's a rookie we last lo- year? Just give it to we him. We love Rui. Um, he's out with conjunctivitis right now, which I didn't think was a disease that Ooh. adults could get. And that's, this is actually kind of funny. Laura has conjunctivitis right now. What, what is that even? How? It's like an eye infection. Wait, uh, okay. why don't you have it then? Uh, because I'm responsible. I don't know. So what? Has she just been like going near people and rubbing her eyes on them? I don't know. No, she hasn't, which is why no one else around us has it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize adults got conjunctivitis. I thought it was the thing that kids got. Apparently they do. Yeah. They do. Okay, so yeah, that's why Rui Hachimura is not playing. Um, yeah, honestly, I cannot see anyone apart from Wiseman winning it. And the other thing is Golden State are going to be horrible, yeah. but they're one of those teams that people want to be good. Mm-hmm. So, you know, once again, narrative. Oh, Wiseman's been a bright spot for them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and, and I think I see him getting close to thirty minutes for a game, twenty-eight. Yeah, they want to yeah. develop him when they have nothing else to play for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel yeah, exactly. I don't see I, the rookie class just isn't strong at all. Yeah, you know, I, no, I think I heard someone really say that Anthony Edwards in uh, next year's draft would be like tenth overall pick. Like, there's literally nine oh. or ten guys that are better than than him. Is next year's draft going to be strong? I want That's that. That's what they say. That's what we they say. I don't, I don't know the names. Next year good. And 2022 is the double draft. Huh? What does that mean? What does that mean? The high school players can go straight from high school. Are they removing that rule where you have to go to college? Yeah. College is a scam. So they, it would be weird. It's a requirement to be scammed. But anyway. So uh, those kids that were born like on September 5th, like right oh. before the cutoff date, will, does that mean we'll be seeing 17-year-old NBA players? That's going to be 18-year-olds. That's Only eighteen. We can't one. have like 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 two weeks of a guy being seventeen. The youngest player ever, and I found this out the other day, was Bynum, who was eighteen years old in six days. Oh, wow! By the way, what the hell Andrew happened, Bynum. Bynum? Andrew Bynum, legend. He was uh, he was like one of the one of the up and coming like best young players for a period of time, but he yeah. plays in like three percent of all games that he ever you know suited up for. Didn't he get injured bowling? <laughs> I don't know. He got injured doing anything. I once broke my finger bowling, so it can happen. You don't need to go down that route. <laughs> <Can> we do <laughs> you a bowling did. injuries podcast. I feel like we'd have a lot of content. <laughs> yeah, we would. So we move on to six man of the year. Yeah. Uh, oh, again, I've, another, I've got one. This is another one I would put my money on. I would, mm. oh. I would, I would feel, for me, it's too obvious. Is Karis Levert. And I'm not no. even just saying that. Yes, it's, no. it's Karis Levert. No, it's Shake My Milton. What? No, I, uh, man, that's. I mean, going up against Karis Levert, and I had I had it as one or two guys, Karis Levert or Montrez Harrell, who's been very good so far this year. Um, I don't know. I feel like Montrez, uh, even though he won it last year, I if I had to put my money on someone, I would pick him. He's already narrative. putting up like twenty ten so far. 
what if I told you that Shake Milton is averaging half a point less than Karis Levert mm-hmm. with much better field goal percentage? Yeah, because he's been draining shots in a two-game you know, uh, span. Great. Well, what, what if I told you Shake Milton has more win shares than Karis Levert? First, I don't know how they calculate that stat. I, I don't try. Neither do game. I. But he's got more than them. So, you know, okay. this is... But I, I like the boldness of that prediction. So, so is that serious? Is that serious? Who else is going to be sixth man of the year? Okay, it's not going to be Montrez. Have... He's won it like... It's going to be Karis LeVert. I have two comments. Are you sure his name is even pronounced Shake? Is that yeah, right? first that of all. It well, it's not Shake. Like it should be Shake. 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 Well, but his his real his real name is Malik Benjamin Milton, but he I goes by Shake okay. because legally. I don't know why he goes by Shake because that's not on basketball reference. But he has nicknames such as Protein Shake <laughs> and his milkshake. Salad. Bring all the boys to the yard is the first. Yes, <laughs> the fifty fourth overall pick in twenty eighteen. So, Ali, can you explain I've to never me what kind of player heard he of is? This guy. That's I don't why really he's know not much about him. him. Spark plug off the bench, good shooter, can handle the ball, brings the ball up the court. Okay. Not a bad passer, not a great passer, <laughs> not a bad passer. Okay. He's okay. Your, he, it's his sixth man of the year, not sixth best player on the good team of the year. <laughs> like this was the perennial Jamal Crawford award. Jamal Crawford was never good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I like it. Okay. No, I, I really, I really like that. Too. I like it as well, but I don't. Even, I've never heard of Shake Milton before. Really? Oh, before. you will in the Eastern Conference Finals. God, okay. I can't believe Shake Milton went off for thirty-five last night. Oh. <laughs> okay. Does that that wraps up our predictions and the yes. predictions as rewards? Yes. And, and we're listen. We're gonna revisit all of this stuff six months from now. We're yeah, re- right. I was. Everything. So I'm so excited to have that. Yeah, that episode. We just recap everything, all the things we said. Yes. Um, and next thing I want to talk about, there's two more things on the itinerary. There's not that long of a conversation, but the rookie contract extensions that were given out. I really just want to make one comment on it. This is going to be hilarious. I got funny shit to say here. Okay. So I'll say Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, Bam Adebayo, and De'Aaron Fox all deserve to get paid. Yeah. Everyone else did not. Those are the only yes. four players that deserve to get paid. Everyone else did not. It, it's egregious. Mark Health. Bear? No, I'm talking rookie extensions. Okay. Um, Mark Health faults three years, 50 million. Are you out of your 17 mind? 17 million per year. Are you out of your mind? I want to make Mark Health folks money. Listen, Jonathan <laughs> Isaac is great, but he's a young player who's had a good half season and he's out one entire season and he still got paid 80 million he's not even playing this year and they still gave it to him like you do that for kevin durant you don't do that for motherfucking jonathan isaac okay okay here's one here's one um this guy he didn't get a massive contract but three years 27 million monty morris uh, who is that i've never heard of monty morris Morris. three years who is he i don't know i'm uh, who is monty morris the nuggets oh the nuggets yeah, 27 million. He's not Malik Beasley. He's the other one. <laughs> That's so crazy to me. And, th- and that brings up, I, I compiled a list of like hilarious contracts that we're giving in the last few years. Can I, can I name these off? Yes, please. please. 
Okay, so we have Solomon Hill, who got four-year, oh, fifty-two yes. million. And what I looked at his numbers, like, were they promising? No, he shot like thirty-six percent from the field with like two rebounds to one assist, four point, nothing. Just did nothing. That, you better have been a lockdown defender. That shit Four made no sense. For that Solomon 2016 Hill. off season was so fun. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't Andrew Nicholson get like a $50 million deal? I think by the Nets. No way. No way. Not Andrew Nicholson. No, no, no. I'm no, sure no. Andrew Nicholson got paid. Oh, no. Nets, no, Nets traded for no. his shitty contract, I think. So who did, who paid Andrew Nicholson? The Wizards. Oh, he got four oh. years 26. That's still pretty fucking awful. Yes. So he, and he, was, he was out of the league the next year. Mm-hmm. So, no, no, no. I have what I believe is like one of the worst contracts in NBA history. Let's hear it. Four years, 72 million given to Alan Crabb. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, yeah. who basically in year two of his contract was out of the league. Yeah. Four years, 72 million. Alan Crabb, are you insane? He that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, that's almost 20, it's 18 million a year. Yeah, that's horrific. Like, I cannot believe. Like, okay, it was the Nets that gave him that offer, and then the Trailblazers matched. And I mean, I guess I was kind of pumped about it just because we had nothing else going. And he could have been yeah. like a 16 point brand scorer, which, like, for me is super fun on the Nets, <laughs> but he does nothing else. That was, the, that was the offseason where the Nets were just trolling, trying to trying to get everyone to bid up on their own players. Then there yeah, was Tyler, Tyler Johnson, Johnson, four years, 50 million. Oh my God. That's also Meth Curry. Oh, yeah, Meth Curry is right. Dude, I'll tell you, I'll tell you oh. a good one. This, this offseason, my boy, the Nard dog, Luke Kennard, four yep. years, 64. Wow. Yep. That, I have him written down as just an egregious contract. And, and, yeah. and Derek White, four, four years, 70 million. Yeah. Maybe you can get a hair transplant now. <laughs> Stop it, mate. That's not nice. Uh, Kyle White, Kuzma. Don't like you. Kyle Kuzma, 40 million. OG Anunobi. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to say his name. OG Anunobi. Anunobi, 72 million. I mean, it seems like these contracts, um, they're always created based on like the market. Like if there aren't good players, the bad players get the money instead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's got to be spent. That's the thing. That's the and and that's the part this, of the salary cap. And I think this is why Lonzo Ball did not take an extension because he'll be a free agent next year, and there is nothing there. So really? he knows he's going to get a hundred good next year. I thought it was kind of good next year. No, it's not good. No, he, it was good last season before everyone signed. Yeah, mm-hmm. he knows he's going to get a hundred million when he will get a hundred million for sure. When he's like sure. the top guy. If Al oh, Crab gets seventy-two, no, it's, Lonzo's it's getting embarrassing. I know it's what embarrassing. If, what if Lonzo Ball was really bad? Uh, he'll still get paid a fuck ton of money. Yeah, but I think so. so but like the Pistons or something and promising, like that. And he puts like people in the seats. But Lonzo I don't... on the Pistons, Lamelo on the Hornets. I he mean, does what, put cheeks what a in dynasty. the seats. That is true. Yeah, cheeks in the seats. I'll say my Lonzo Ball pick is probably the pick I'm regretting the most so far. Even though it's only been two games, it's been two games. Come down. Yeah, he I know, looks I know. bad. But that's the I, problem. It, I don't feel too good about it. I just don't. My, my Do the Pelicans play tonight? Uh, um, does that mean I have to suffer through another night of Eric Bledsoe? Goodness. Well, I, I was, I was going to say, no, they're a fun no, team no, to watch no. with Zion and Lonzo Brennan. I just want to see what they look like. But they are a fun team to watch. I, just, I enjoyed watching them play the other day. That's good. So, I hope Lonzo turns it around. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it might be the one pick that I regret at the moment. Mm-hmm. 
The Pelicans what? are playing the Spurs this evening. Okay. Wait, what? I, 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 I didn't see a Pelicans game on. I want to see DeJounte Murray. Oh, yes, yeah. you're right. They're playing the Spurs. That's nice. Okay. I have I have one last thing that I want to say about this contract stuff. And, yeah, and then we'll move on to the last segment. Yeah. So I want to throw it back. People that aren't Nets fans maybe might not give a shit, but Chris, you're going to think this is absolutely hilarious. I just want to bring it up. Okay. <laughs> New Jersey Nets 2010 free agency. I wish I could show this. People oh, can see this picture. Johan Petro. <laughs> it's Johan Petro, Jordan Farmar, Travis Outlaw, and Anthony Morrow. Take a picture <laughs> with Avery Johnson. The massive free agency hall of the New the- Jersey Nets. <laughs> the new look Nets. Travis That's- Outlaw and Jordan Farmar. That shit was absolutely hysterical. I remember that. Travis hilarious. Outlaw. That is a name I have not heard in a long time. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Johan Petra. Uh, Ollie, do you know? Have you ever heard the name Johan Petra before? No. No. How about oh. Jordan Farmer? I know Jordan Farmer. He was a Lakers legend. From the Lakers. Yes, yeah, Lakers yes, legend. Yes. And Anthony Morrow was a damn good shooter. Anthony Morrow was a. Wasn't he still in the league a couple of years ago? I think uh, Anthony yes, Morrow was actually. I think he could. He should still be in the league if you ask he me. He was on the Pistons or the Timberwolves. I don't know. But all the other guys are long, long, long gone out of the league. <laughs> like, yeah, Johan was, Petro, I've got no idea who that is. It's yeah. literally the most embarrassing free agents. Like, it's not like they gave them a shit ton of money or anything, but just the fact that this is what they were using to get fans to show up to games. Yeah, exactly. To like, advertise the Nets. Look at and who new- were those fans? You two. Yes. I'll, I'll say real quickly what the contracts were. They weren't anything crazy. Travis Outlaw, five years, 35 million. At that time, in 2010, that was massive. That's yeah, about yeah. equivalent to five years, 70 million today. It's true. Anthony Morrow got three years, 12 million. Johan Petro, three years, 10 million. Jordan Farmer, three years, 12 million. Yeah. So you've got to double my- that if you want to yeah. like compare it to today's standards. Yeah, you would double it literally. Mm-hmm. Okay. L- can we move on to the last segment? Yes. Absolutely. Can I just, can I say one thing? Yes. Please. I'm kind of happy Markel Fultz got paid. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I'm definitely not unhappy. I'm happy for him. I, I, you know, when he was on the Sixers, it was just terrible for all parties involved. Mm-hmm. They traded him for nothing, and like, I don't want the guy to wash out the league. No, I don't no. want him to be a great player, but I want him to be decent. I want him to be able to earn a living. Like, good for you, I Markel. I was targeting him a fan. Good, good for you. Yes, good for you. I was targeting him a fan. I would have taken him in the 10th round if he was there. And he was taken in the 9th. Okay. You know, I haven't watched much yeah, of him, him on the Magic, the but he looks okay. He looks like a decent player. Yeah. He's fun. He's I fun. don't understand why he was the number one pick, though. I don't see anything no, that stands he, out. He was deservedly the number one pick. Did really? you see his uh, Did you see his behind-the-back pass to Dick Vucevic last night? Did you just call him Dicky the Vucevic? Nikola Vucevic is what I said. <laughs> it was an impressive pass. Anyway. So, Ollie, what makes you say he was deservedly the number one pick? Because he was the best player in the draft. Ah, there you go. I, yeah, yeah. Okay, I get that. But what made him the best player? I watch him now. He's like a short guy that can't shoot and isn't that, that athletic. He's not short. He's like a solid 6'4". He's pretty athletic. That's, that's not tall in the NBA. For a point guard, that's pretty for, tall. For a point guard, it's not bad. What, these days, like seven foot Giannis is running point guard. That's what I'm comparing. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> look, great floor vision, big guy, can defend. This was before he forgot how to shoot. So, big caveat. 
Okay. Yeah, so did he lose his jumper? He had one and it went away or what? So what happened was, so this is purely from like the Sixers, okay. like hearsay law kind of thing. Mm-hmm. He was in a motorbike accident. Are, didn't are you fucking with me right it. now? No, no, this is the generally the approved story. Okay. He was in a motorbike accident, didn't declare it to the team, basically got a shoulder injury and worked with a trainer who essentially forced him to shoot through the injury, which messed up his form. Seriously? And then he, for- then he forgot what his old shooting form was like. <laughs> I got to read up on this. No, look it up. Marco Fultz motorbike accident. You'll see all the stuff. <laughs> it seems like the kind of story that Marco Fultz would pay to have out there. Why? That makes him look awful. Well, if anything, it explains why he's awful. So it's not his fault. It's his trainer's fault. No, no, but he's not an awful player. He's an awful shooter. Yes. Uh, like I, he was good at everything else. That's my main thing. Why I think it, his contract makes no sense. First of all, if you can't shoot as a big these days, that's not very good. If you can't shoot as a guard, you're useless. You're fucked. Ben Simmons. Sorry. Ben Simmons. <laughs> Thanks, Ben Simmons. He's a big um, guard. Yeah. No, but this is the thing as well. Like, as a Sixers fan, God, I've used the term as a Sixers fan multiple times. He was like the missing piece. It was like, we've had Ben Simmons the year before. Embiid's really good. We've got this young team with Covington and Dario Saric. Oh, Mark L. Fultz is going to come in. We're going to be like the one or two seed. Uh-huh. We were so hype. That does and- sound like a fun time. Oh my god. Oh, can, can we just make it clear to everyone? Are you like a ride or die Sixers fan? Or are yes. you kind of like, eh? Good. Yes. Okay, That's good. That's what I'm motherfucking yes. talking about. That's what I'm motherfucking yeah. talking I about. I was there when Jakar Sampson was starting at center. <laughs> I was watching KJ McDaniels fly in for blocks. I was happy when we traded for Ish Smith the second time. Look, I mean, you don't go back to the Samuel Dallenbear days, but you, you're, you've been there a while, so it's okay. Dallenbear days. Look. When when we traded Drew Holiday for Nerlens Noel and they decided that Noel was going to sit the entire season, that's when I knew I'm all in. <laughs> no, it, yeah. this being is a fan team. of a shit team is fucking awesome. It's so like I, I said last podcast, I had so much fun when the Sixers were bad. Now I just get stressed. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, expectations and all. But I'll be honest, right now with the Nets, like the fact they're living up to the expectations, like this is the happiest moment in time of my life with it related to sports yes it's the next dominating right now but as soon as they start like you know bad things start to happen it's gonna stress me out a lot but right now it's fucking incredible i just want time to stop and just feel this way all the time the most miserable i've been as a Sixers fan was this year's playoffs mm. yeah, yeah it, it's like when the next no one light at one. the end of the tunnel where does it go yeah I, you know okay break i have a breaking announcement breaking announcement I have to share this. Okay. 2012, 2013, Samuel. How is that breaking? It is breaking okay. because okay. we've no one's noticed this until now. Samuel Dallenbear in 2012 shot 100% from the three point line. Whole bastard. Why? Why would you get me excited that like Wiggins decided he's got shot, or <laughs> I don't know what else would be breaking news? Harden gets traded to Atlanta. <laughs> so, uh, on a whopping one shot. So, yeah, I feel like you're welcome for sharing that. I don't care how many shots you took. That's insane. 
<laughs> You're welcome. Okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Can I, before we go on to the next segment, can I actually offer some useful information to all 10 Please. of our listeners? More useful than what I just announced? Uh, slightly. Okay. So the best uh, source I found for like game time news is Fantasy Labs NBA on Twitter. Holy Fantasy shit. Labs on Twitter? Ah, oh, shit. I don't uh, use Twitter. I hate Twitter. Uh, no, oh, okay. I take that back. I don't hate Twitter. I don't use Twitter, I should say. Yeah. So we've got, you know, even today, Abdul Nader ruled out, Darius Sarage ruled out, LeBron James probable. That's in the last 40 minutes. Ooh, yo, we got, we got Clippers oh. Mavericks starting in 40 minutes. I'm sorry. Russell Westbrook will rest this Sunday. Ooh, let's go. Anthony Kawhi Davis ruled playing. out. Oh, I hate everything. Oh, with, with Kawhi Leonard out, the Nardog is a good DFS play today. <laughs> That's it. Who am I dropping Davis for? <laughs> I think Daily Fantasy is gay. That's on top of that. Okay. I, I, I was just about to say, I don't like Daily Fantasy. It's just sports. Shout out DraftKings.com. Yeah, shout out. <laughs> Last segment, then we got to wrap up. We Are don't we legit want to get a DraftKings sponsorship. <gasps> we need to get sponsored. Can we sponsor ourselves? Okay, okay. So this is, this, this, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is kind of cool. We're kind of in the podcast game now. Like, how does this stuff work? Do they reach out to you? Do you reach out to them? How much do, do they pay? Like five bucks for mentioning? How does this work? I'm looking for I'm looking for a seven figure contract. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. seven real figures quick. in Vietnamese dong. I'm in. Hold on, real quick. I'm loving this podcast. We're t- get, definitely gonna keep this up. I want to. I like. I want to take. I want to go nationwide here at this point. How do we get ourselves what, out there? What does that even exposure? Mean? How do we get real listeners? We just run a shit ton of Spotify ads. Is that yeah. a real thing? Yeah. yeah, we're running Spotify ads out the fucking ass now. Let's get it. And also, oh, we, we, we we need yes. all listeners to drop a five star review. Not five stars. I, Not not any review. It must be five star, or else, fuck you. Must Bill be Simmons, I know you're listening. Spread the love. I've given you some five star reviews in my time. Yes. The fact. How do we only have one review? I left a review. I know, dude. Where's, for some reason, your guys' reviews. Chris, did you leave a review? Oh, did you of leave? Of course, a I did. Of I don't have an iTunes it? account. <laughs> Mine's the only one that is up. Can I leave it? Can we, are we on Spotify yet? Brass, mine isn't up. I think so. Mine isn't up. Fox Other Steve people have left reviews. That it's not showing up, and I don't know why, and I'm pretty pissed about it. This is bullshit. Oh, the man's trying to hold us down. Josh Lloyd's been downvoting us. Uh, oh, he's reporting our reviews. <laughs> that's, that's how we get big. We start a beef with Josh Lloyd. <gasps> we have to do that. Josh, he's a fucking pussy. Josh, if you're listening, I have to say, completely honestly, I listen to every one of your shows in the lead up to our draft. Yeah, Josh Lloyd, you're great, but you're cut from down under. Fuck you. Fuck you, Josh Lloyd. Maybe Bouch is going to come get you. Seven blocks per game. Can we move on to the last segment? Yes. The seven blocks per game segment. That's what we'll call it. Okay, I'm just going to get this one off my chest and out the way. So the NBA hill you're willing to die on, the one yes. thing that you will take to your grave. Uh, and for me, that is that Katie and Kyrie are the best duo in the NBA. And if anyone wants to disagree with me, here's what I'll say. I might even agree that you disagree with me, but I don't care. Okay, well then what the fuck are we supposed to do at this point? Like we can't even <laughs> talk about it now. <laughs> no, I, I, res- okay, I respectfully disagree. Kyrie and uh, Dion Waiters were far better. Oh, <laughs> so, okay. Ooh, LeBron and Anthony Davis are the better duo. 
but okay. I'm just riding too much of a net high right now where I have to say these ridiculous uh, Homer things. So I own both KD and Kyrie and Dude. watching every Nets game is so fucking fun. Watching them drain threes Dude. and get assists to each other and, you know, Kevin Rand reaches long arms, gets a steal. I'm like, fuck Dude, yeah. Rastis. Every time they do something for the Nets, that must be like fucking two shots of heroin into each one of your arms. Straight into my jugular. It's insane. <laughs> <laughs> we can we get sponsored by heroin? <laughs> Who made heroin? Uh, someone made heroin. What was it? Was it Bayer? Bayer, give us a give us a Ow. shout. Bayer, the pharmaceutical Ow. company. My abs are cramping from that because I was laughing so hard. <laughs> um, okay, 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 okay. I know everyone's interested. Bayer commercialized heroin in 1898. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, let's, let's try and get this sponsor. I'll write that one down for later. Contact Thank you. Bayer. Okay. Ollie, the hill you're willing to die on, what is it? Oh, I'm sorry. Can I ask one last question? Okay. So the so there's KD, Kyrie, there's Anthony Davis, LeBron. Who else could potentially be in the conversation? I think those are the only two. Colin Sexton, Joel and Darius Ben. Okay. Uh, then there's Colin Sexton and Darius Garland. Of course. Sexland. <laughs> they have the best like duo name. Sexland. Sexland. Yeah. Um, um, Joel and Ben. D- Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum, but CJ McCollum. Uh, is, no, 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 no. That's no, no, that's you see. have to you have to have two superstars. McCollum is not a superstar. Giannis and Chris Middleton, but come on, Chris no, Middleton. No, no, Chris no, Middleton's no. a superstar. If anything, no. Giannis is one B. <laughs> I like that take. I agree <laughs> there with we, that. There we go. Um Jimmy Butler no, Bam I, out of bio? Like, no, no. there's no one. No, it's Jimmy here. Butler and Precious Achua now. Ooh, I know what it is. I know what it is. It's Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, is what it is. Ah, uh, okay, no. right, right. Yeah, keeping it real, no. they can crack the top three. They can get the yes. third. Okay, okay. I hope you're hope you're warmed up for this because this is this one runs deep. Okay, very personal hear. to me. Mm-hmm. Adam Silver engineered Sam Hinkie's removal from the league. <laughs> okay, it's okay. Tell me about it. Let me let me just report the facts. The league was not happy with Hinky and his mm-hmm. open tanking plan. Mm-hmm. It's not good for the image of the league when one team is admitting they're going to be bad. Did they admit it or something? Well, Hinky came out and said, our plan is to acquire as many assets through the draft as possible. Oh, that's straight up saying we're tanking. No. Yeah. That's yeah, saying is. we're acquiring draft picks. Yeah, so, come on. And what hap- the best player available. What happened was... Silver puts pressure on Sixers ownership saying, look, this is not good for the league. You have to do something. Sixers ownership says, okay, we'll get Jerry Colangelo in, who is this 80-year-old bloke who has zero... Team USA legend. Zero point of him being involved in the NBA front office. They -hmm. put him in as director of basketball operations. Two weeks later, Hinky resigns. About a week after that, what was his reason for resigning again? He wanted to spend more personal time or something like that. He's done with basketball now. Uh-huh. He's he's doing the hedge fund stuff, so he's yeah. he's fine. So two weeks after that, Brian Colangelo is named. Ah, okay. Sixers. But real quick, I'm getting I'm getting Sam Hinkie and Daryl Morey mixed up. Sorry, continue. Well, Sam Hinkie is Daryl Morey's prodigy. Okay, now it gets interesting. So. Brian Colangelo is named Sixers GM. Son he, of Jerry. Yes, oddly enough. Mm-hmm. He decides to trade up to get Markel Fultz. Um, 
he has a burner Twitter account where he defends all of his moves. <laughs> if you haven't seen this story, by the way, you have to check it out. It's fascinating. You've always been such a conspiracy theorist. No, no. The burner Twitter account isn't conspiracy. It's fact. That's why he resigned. Okay. What, what, do, I, what do I type for this? I, I, I'm going to search it. Brian Colangelo burner accounts. Brian Colangelo. Because the ringer did a big expose. Okay, the, only, on it. the only place I'll find anything is on Reddit, but that's okay. No, no, it's I'll send I'll send you a link now. The curious so, case of Brian Colangelo and the secret Twitter account. Okay, hold on, hold on. What was the name of his Twitter account and what was he tweeting on this thing? So he was so he had multiple Twitter accounts. And okay, so I'll, I'll give you some of the handles. Filler one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. What's the point? Alvic. Four zero one one seven five six, honest okay. Abe, and then a bunch of numbers after it, and enough unknown one. Okay, so Basically, let me get, let me try and figure out what's going on here. So he would do whatever moves, and he would log into his accounts just as like random nobodies, and like comment on different posts talking about whatever moves he made, and then it would look like there was a group of people that supported the moves he was making. Yes. <laughs> okay. And that this investigation, like it, it's all true. This is why the this guy is resigned. Quite hilarious. I know. How is this um, confirmed? The, well, he resigned because of it. If it was fake, he wouldn't have resigned. Well, how do we know that he? Oh, sorry, I'm playing Dove's advocate here. How do we know he resigned because of this? Would you? I mean, if it was just, if this was untrue, would you resign as the GM of a basketball team? Maybe I wasn't happy with the pay I was getting. I don't know. <laughs> no, no. This, the best part is someone was insulting his shirt collars. Okay. Because they were extra pointy. And all the burner accounts were coming to Brian Calangelo's defense. Oh, what, what, what are we talking about? <laughs> what are we talking about at this point? Look, his shirt collars were extra pointy. <laughs> look. Adam Silver ruined, ruined the Sixers. Okay, okay. <laughs> To wrap it up, if Hinky was allowed to still be in charge, because it's the thing, Hinky was not all about tanking. What would the in team that, look like if Hinky was still in charge? We'd have won everything. We'd have never traded to, for Tobias Harris. You mm-hmm. just said we'd have won still everything. have Jimmy Butler. I, I think Hinky would have traded for Jimmy Butler because the move made sense. Mm-hmm. But he would have extended Jimmy Butler. Probably would have fired Brett Brown because mm-hmm. it was one of those right Brown now? or Butler thing. No, no, it's Doc Rivers now. Uh, right, 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 true. How do you feel about that? I like it. Yeah, yeah. Doug Rivers is a good coach. He, he, it's kind of hard to discredit him. Yeah, I like it. Like, I don't like the fact that it's still pretty much the same team last year, apart from yeah. we have Seth Curry. Yeah. But were you Seth Curry on the Sixers? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, Sixers are 2 0 and get to play the Cavs today. So, probably be 3 0. But, or yeah, Adam Silver ruined the Sixers. And he ruined Sam Hinkie's career, and now Hinkie's blackballed from the league. That's a uh, that's that's a nice that's a good hill to die on right there. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Adam. Uh, Thank you, Ollie. Okay. All right, Rasses, what's yours? Final one here. Um, so I guess the point of this segment is to say something that the majority of people will disagree with, right? So you got got to go against the grain. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. Yeah, so a lot of people disagree with this, but there's someone in particular, I'm looking at them right now, that is going to disagree with what I'm about to say, which is why I'm about to bring this up. The NBA hill that I'm willing to die on is that Hassan Whiteside, for the seventh season in a row, 
is going to average a double double with two blocks. Tell me why he won't do that. Why won't he average double double and two blocks like he has the last six seasons? Because he's awful. He was awful last year and the year before, and he still put a double double with two blocks. Yeah, but that's because he was getting paid. This year, he's on a minimum deal and he's on one of the worst teams. Oh, so he's playing for a contract and is extra motivated? Fantastic. I'm excited. No, but the team won't play him. The team well, he, he put up eight and eight with two blocks last game. I know it's not 10 and 10, but let's start of the season. Let's calm down. Look, <laughs> if he was actually good, he would be playing on a winning team for more than the minimum. I don't care about real life good. I care about fantasy good. He's averaging 16 minutes in the first two games. But like, how can he be fantasy good when he's not playing? He doesn't need to play more than 22 minutes a game to average a double-double two blocks. But he's not going to play 22 minutes a game. Uh, that's that's agree to disagree. That's. I think there's more chance of him being out of the league by April than there is of him playing more than 22 minutes a game. Oh my <laughs> god. That's, that's something right okay. there. That's something. Ooh. Write that down. Out Write that down, league. and we'll review this in April. Out of the league, but he'll at least he'll be putting up twenty twenty five blocks in China. Oh, he'll be beast in China. He'll be MVP in China. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, at least we can agree on that. He'll be putting up JR Smith numbers. Let's get it. Fantastic. All right. Anything? Any final last words, thoughts, things you guys want to say before we wrap up? We're at the two hour mark. So. This was fun, and I can't wait for episode three. I, I'm excited to see how things are going to shake out after a couple of weeks because it's been a tough two days of overreacting to things. Um, I hope Donovan Mitchell doesn't shoot 26% from the field. He won't. I, I would and love I would love to talk some deals. I would love to talk some deals. I, I think there's a couple of good players on the waiver wire who haven't been picked up yet. There really is. There really is. But really? I'll be keeping those keeping those to myself because... You know what I have to say that I haven't said so far is our league is really strong. It is. I'm seeing some of the moves that other leagues are making. I'm seeing dudes like, oh, you know, this guy got dropped. And I'm like, we've got no one on the waiver wire that good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Russ, you're saying there's good players on the waiver wire. I don't see anyone good. I'm, I'm, they're not like fucking fantastic, but I I wanted to pick up Terrence Ross for a stream today because I need, I need points. I need field goals made. Couldn't do it because bullshit shit face Larry Nance was my third pickup of the week. We do three pickups a week. So I have to play him. Oh shit shit um, face Larry Nance. Yeah. I so, I would like ESPN to put people on COVID list, please. Yeah. That oh, that is infuriating. Yeah. So here's the last thing I want to say. Uh once we wrap up here, I'm gonna film some Spotify video ads and I'm gonna crank it up to a thousand bucks a day on Spotify ads. Is that cool? Yeah. I support this. Have cool. my approval. Cool. Great. All right. All right. Sub episode two, baby. Let's get it. Thank you. And leave that five star review. Yes, please. See you in the next episode. Good night. Josh Lloyd. <laughs> what? <laughs>